And I quote, This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We marking out, y'all. We marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 199. Just one more episode until the Big 200. Uh, the Big 200, of course, will be uh, fan contributed. Contributed? <laughs> <laughs> fan contributions will be on there. You can email us congratulatory voice clips to markingout1 at gmail.com, of course, to uh, be on the show, hear your voice, plug anything you want. You don't like us, you should hate on us and and not send us a congratulatory voice clip, but send us a voice clip saying you guys suck or something, or Dave sucks and Brandon's awesome. Yeah, well, let Brandon us know sucks what you and think. Dave's awesome. Let us know what you think. Submit whatever you want. We'll air it. Um, the 200th episode, right around the corner, it's pretty much focus. Our main focus is you, the listeners, not our pro wrestling guests from the past or interviews and all that crap. Except for that giant, except for the giant interview that you conducted, right? Yes. Besides that special one, but he's not really a pro wrestler anymore. He? Yeah. He? Yeah. David, you stood outside of a windmill and asked it questions while it turned. Yeah. That'll never, ever even make air. Why well, which is quite funny then? because a windmill, I guess, would make air, but not really air, but it'll make really. <laughs> what do you think I am, Don Quixote? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Isn't that Don Quixote? Don Quixote did other what stuff. Is, what's that Sancho book? Ponzas or whatever. Don, Ponze? Don Quito. Don. What's that book where he where he tries to fight a windmill? Probably Don Quixote. Yeah, that's uh, what I thought. All right, cool story. That was a great intro, though. How are you doing? I am doing great, and you can introduce me. I am Dave, and you can go follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. You can also go follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. Uh, it was Thanksgiving this past week, so uh, I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving for those who celebrated at least. How was yours? Well, how, I, I first of all, I want to say that I'm a bit jealous of you. Me? Okay, because, why are you jealous of me? Because you went to Cracker Barrel. I did. And I think that's probably the greatest place on earth. Well, unfortunately, it, I ended up going to Cracker Barrel by myself, but I'm okay with that. Do you that. want me to add a sound effect in there? Or? Yeah, like a, like, aww. aww. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's fine. I'm going to celebrate Thanksgiving in December when I'm actually home. Um, what he really means is he'll be celebrating Hanukkah. Yeah, but it was, it was all right. I mean, the turkey and the ham were very dry. That's what you get for eating ham. The, um, the stuffing was very salty. That's what you get for eating stuffing. Very high in sodium. Um, would you ask them how much sodium was in it? No. But you could – it sounded like they dumped a whole like uh, – what? A whole package of salt in there. What was good was the cranberry – what? The cranberry sauce or whatever. That was pretty good. But everything else was that. Eh. But it was relaxing. It was what I wanted. 
Was, and, and there were other people in there smiling, except for yeah, you. Yeah, there, there were a lot of people in there, surprisingly. But how? what did you do for my, yours? My Thanksgiving was good. I went to the Hamptons. Wow, look at you. Styling <laughs> profiling. Yeah, I went to our cousin's house. Okay, and did you enjoy? Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice evening. Did you name drop me? No. I don't really oh. know that side of our... Well, that side of our family. It's That's the, right. It's I, the same side. I don't really know them, but I, I we got invited because my mom knows them. But uh, Yeah, I don't know them either. We have a, la- a large family where there's actually people in our family that we do not know. Yeah. Or that we don't uh, speak like, to. It's like David's always like, no, this person's your cousin. I was like, 100% this person is <laughs> not related to me. Yeah. And because I'm always right, they're not related to me. Actually, no, they are related to you. No, they're not. Yes, they are related to you. Those people that I was telling you are related to you. There's a, there was a divorce in there, I think. No, there's no divorce in there. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, Jeez. Thanksgiving was good. And uh, they they actually they deep fried their turkey. Interesting. And it was really good. Like it didn't taste like oil or anything. It tasted really good. And uh, huh. it was it was moist. I heard women don't like that word, but whatever. I just said it because that's what I mean. What do you want me to say after that? Juicy? I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, my mom ended up making her turkey kind of like how she makes the brisket. Like very, she usually cooks in like a brown sugar, makes it very sweet. So I'm kind of curious how the turkey turned out. From what I heard after speaking to like my cousins and stuff, they said that in my family they said it came out really good. So I'm looking forward to trying it. Yeah, well. Um, yeah, but Thanksgiving was a lot of fun, and hopefully everyone else enjoyed theirs. Something else that we enjoyed, Survivor Series, though. I, yeah, but before Survivor Series, we enjoyed our fan questions and comments because our show is all about our fans. That is very true. That is very true. And up first, we have Ryan Davis coming to us saying about Kevin Steen Owens, do you see any possibilities of him using the package pile driver? I think it could happen, seeing that the package pile driver is not only the safest pile driver, but one of the safest wrestling moves. I can see Triple H trying to convince Vince to let him use the move. If not, what move do you see him using? Um, I definitely, I think there's a good possibility that we're going to see the package pile driver. I agree that I, I I mean I'm not a pro wrestler, but from an outside perspective, it really does look like a very safe pile driver to take because he's re- Kevin Steen is really protecting you on that move. Yeah, the only he's, one if you really look at the move and break it down, the only one that's any force to them is Kevin Steen's. Yeah, ass. the person's head is nowhere near close to being driven into the mat like a normal pile driver. Um, I could see them doing kind of like what they did with Evan Bourne, like have them have Kevin Steen do the move multiple times in front of them and kind of prove to them that it is safe to do. I could see if they do allow him to do that, I feel like it's going to get him over even more just because it, and they can bill it like the pile driver is a bad move. You shouldn't be, you cannot do this and just have him keep on repeatedly doing it. But you see, I'm, I'm Kevin, I'm Kevin Owens and I don't care about that. I just came here to fight. I came here to beat people up. Um, what do you think about the package pile driver with him doing it? You agree? I I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. Um, and as for setup move, I mean, uh, if they don't let him, 
I think his other finisher was the F5, but obviously That's, he can't do that because of Lesnar. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll throw in a greetings from Asbury Park or something. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Steen ha- or Owens has a large move set, and I'm sure whatever he comes up with, it's still going to be very entertaining. And uh, we now know that his fight, I mean, his shirt is going to be, I guess, Fight Me. Yeah, uh, his Twitter handle, he did change to Fight Owens Fight. Uh, so hopefully we'll start seeing Fight Owens Fight and stuff like that. Well, the shirt that he was wearing in that promo. So it was Fight Fight Me. Yeah. yeah. So. Which, um, what, what was the, the Job Squad shirt? Not Job Squad, Al Snow. Help me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, B. Montan B. wrote into us, Hey guys, great podcast last week. I would like to know now that Sting is finally in WWE, who would you like to be his first opponent? Also, with Kevin Owens finally making his debut, do you think there will ever be a chance of him teaming with Zayn? Thanks, guys. Follow me on Twitter at NYWC underscore sign guy. Um, I guess let's start off with the first one with Sting. What do you think? What who would you want his first opponent to be? With Sting. Uh, I don't I it sucks because it's gonna I mean it looks like it'll be Triple H. Yeah. Which I, I'm kind of fine with. I'm okay I'm okay with it, but, but you know I like like I said months ago, I don't want more than three matches of Sting. I agree with you. I want, let's say, we could have Triple H versus Sting. Royal Rumble. Yeah. WrestleMania, you could have Undertaker versus Sting. Yes. Maybe a SummerSlam, Sting versus... A young... I want to see... Dolph Ziggler or... Yeah. I agree with you. I think I'm okay with Sting having three matches and one being Triple H. Like, have one of the older wrestlers, which, as we said, probably Triple H right now. Uh, Undertaker, just because that's the dream match that we all want to see. No, no, no. Don't say that we all. I okay, that I want to see and a lot of the WWE fans want to see. My dream match is Sting versus Shawn Michaels. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Why? I don't know. Why not? Why that's Undertaker the, versus Sting? I, F you. That's an odd. So it's Undertaker versus Sting. F you. Yes, it is. Um, and then for the final pick, I want to see him put over a younger talent if he does continue to wrestle after Undertaker. Oh, you don't so, want to see you don't want to see Ric Flair come out of retirement again to wrestle Sting again? Never, never. I did see uh, Ric Flair come out of retirement to face off against Dennis Rodman the other day, though. What? Uh, in some like video wait, game. Wait, what? Yeah, they competed against each other in some video game challenge. And but Rick it wasn't Flair's, like it wasn't like actually them in the video game, right? No, no, okay. uh, yeah, no. it, it was actually them because it was one of those like PS fours where they put you in the video game kind oh. of a thing. So because I saw Hogan was doing some event with where he was wrestling or facing off against Denny Rodman. Oh, uh, maybe the same thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything with Sting is playing out, but I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later to what we originally were talking about on the show. Yeah. Um, Kevin Owens' debut. I wouldn't mind seeing him make a save for uh, with Sami Zayn and teaming with him. But then I want to – of course, I think we're going to end up seeing Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn feud. I which don't. Bills. What? I don't know if I see that. I could see obvious, – not obviously, but I think he'll – Fans will be behind him, like very behind him, but I could see them 
having him debut in that ladder match because that's when he there that's when he's debuting right that live NXT. Oh, you, th- you think he'll cost Zayn the match? Yeah, and then Zayn will just disappear and get onto the main roster. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that Sami Zayn has to uh, leave NXT. It's just he doesn't get another title shot, right? No, Zayn is saying that he's leaving if he doesn't win. I thought that it was no title shot. Oh, that's the Tyson kid. All right, so maybe we'll see him being brought up to the main stage. Yeah, so that's what I think. And then, then you'll have Kevin Owens feuding with Adrian Neville where Kevin's, Kevin that- Owens eventually becomes champion. That would be pretty interesting because I don't. There's no reason why Kevin uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn cannot be saved for the main roster. I feel like that's going to be a treat that you kind of you may not want to spoil so quickly. Like you don't want to spoil the WWE fans. So because this is a match that a lot of people do want to see. So maybe it's not in the best decision to uh, show it on NXT and wait till you have a chance to show it on like uh, uh, TV taping. I just, I just remembered that I had a dream last night uh-huh. that uh, Sami Zayn lost and uh, Monday Night Raw was on and I forget who was cutting a promo, but they were like, I challenge anyone into the back or in the back and uh, all of a sudden, ole, 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 came on and, and El Generico appeared. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Not that that would ever happen, but. You never know. It's pro wrestling. You never know. Yeah. Next comment is from Kyle. You want to take it? He goes, what's up, guys? Been away from the comment box for a while, but I'm here this week. Only things to talk about Survivor Series is Damian Mizdow and Sting. The rest of the pay-per-view was really lackluster. Wyatt and Ambrose was a big letdown from where they started Hell in a Cell. Monday Night Raw, however, I really enjoyed. Brian was a big surprise, but deserved to come out and get in their faces, in the faces of the, of the authority. That was awesome. Also, Tyson Kidd was fun to watch at Survivor Series and Raw. Good to see his character from NXT on Raw. I'm sure you'll talk about it later, but I, but I'm sure you'll talk about it later. But really, anonymous Raw general manager returns. Hopefully, it isn't dragged out too long and isn't. Horn Swoggle. That's it for me. Hope you had a happy turkey day. Thank you. Hope you had a happy turkey day as well. Um, I guess in regards to Survivor Series, we'll talk about that in a moment. Monday yeah. Night Raw, we'll talk about that in the hot flash. And Tyson, Tyson Kidd, it's always good to see. Uh, I mean, everything that you mentioned, we do plan on touching a little bit later on in the show. Yeah. And hopefully this Raw GM is temporary, but from what I've been reading, it's it looks like they want to do the same thing with bringing in uh, celebrities as guest GMs for the night, which I think um, it's safe to say a lot of the fans didn't appreciate. But you guys will be very happy that we were contacted and we're going to be guest general managers. Now, now our we local Starbucks. Yeah, now we are not because Brandon was not allowed to reveal the contents of that email. So yeah, thank you very much. Good thing I don't even like Starbucks; they overcharge for everything. Screw them. They do. I'd rather go to like a get. Don't get me wrong, but I would rather go to Stewart's or a gas station and get their coffee as opposed to spending six dollars for a cup of for a cup of coffee. I mean, I'm not a coffee snob. I don't know the difference between 
Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and I'll tell you the difference. About seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, the price. I mean, honestly, if plus the thing I like about like going to a gas station and getting like your dollar dollar coffee is you get to make it yourself. Like, yeah, they have the pots, but they usually have like the international flavoring. I, I can do it myself. Sugar. I can. Like, I don't need Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts to make my shit for me. I don't get like I hate the and they never do it correct because you always have you to don't order them. it right. No, no, no. You could order it you right, but they always mess it up. Frappe, venti, chip, oh, latte. give me a, yeah. Why do we have to say everything is a venti latte grande mocha mix? I hate that crap. That's, that's only at Starbucks, though, right? Don't yeah, that's, that's only at Starbucks. But even still, like I just don't get it. Why can't you just say is it a small? Is it a medium? Is it a large? Excuse me, I'll take a small. Actually, they're called venti locos. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll take a venti loco. I I oh I've only been in Starbucks I think three times, mm-hmm. and I never once ordered anything from them. I was just there to sit oh. with people that were partaking in the art, <laughs> not the art of Starbucks, just the, the art of spending a lot too much money. Yeah, and I and always they're, they're, and, I, and there was a, a whole period of time in in high school where. Maybe a good three or four years, I absolutely refused to say Starbucks. I would say, like, Star Fox or something like that. Why? Fuck them. I fucking hate Starbucks. How how much do you think that affected them in their business? Oh, it, oh, it, it really affected them. Yeah, did it really make that much of a difference? <laughs> yeah, they were pissed off that I wasn't saying Starbucks every day. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, also, their food. Their food is so overpriced, and it's okay food. It's I don't know. Oh, dude, that was so it's highway robbery. When I went uh, hiking in West Virginia with with Corey Price. Uh huh. Oh man, we stopped off, and the only thing open at the rest stop was Starbucks. Yeah. And he got a coffee or whatever, and I'm looking. I was kind of hungry, and the only things that they had, they had like those Danishes, muffins, whatever, and they were so expensive. I was like, yeah, I'll just uh. Well, I'll wait. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm like, it's not even. It's not being called cheap or anything like that. It's just being wiser with your money and um and not giving into uh, the bull crap that they ha- that they charge for. Yeah, if there's no reason to, for me at least, to pay like five or six dollars for a muffin, yeah. when I could make it myself for like twelve cents a muffin. Exactly. And even if you go anywhere else, that's not like a brand name, uh, a corporate company. You're going to get the same exact thing for less price. It, it just sounds so, I don't know. It's and, definitely. And, and screw McDonald's, screw Burger King, screw Papa John's, Domino's, Pizza Hut. You guys should all be called pizza product. You're not real pizza. Yeah. Next comment is from Jasmine. That was a nice little uh, seg- uh, segue. <laughs> there was no segue there. Nice You're little like, rant on that. Yeah, and this. <laughs> hey, guys. I'd like to wish you guys a uh, happy Thanksgiving. I'm very thankful for you guys and the great shows you put on every single week. Keep at it. Put out. What? It says put out. It, it oh. doesn't mean that we actually put on every Put out every it, single yeah, it week. It doesn't mean we put Keep at it. Yeah, like. It's two different things. Like we we put out a good episode, but do we put on a great show? I don't know. Jeez, can you just say thank thank you? I do say thank you. I'm thankful for our fans. <laughs> this week, I'm very curious to know what your thoughts about, were about the Survivor Series pay per view. 
Thanks again for everything. And holy crap, the 200th episode is near at Reverse and Massage. Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you for your support. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Um, yeah, we didn't even talk about what we're thankful for. Brandon. We did on last week's episode. All right. Well, Brandon, tell, remind the thing. I said I was thankful for everything. Like what? Be specific. What are you thankful for? Give me like three things that you're that you're thankful for. Oh, I can't even. <laughs> three things, just off the top of your head. Ready? Go, go, go. No, I can't. I can't. Why? Because if I do it, then I'm going to be talking about something I can't talk about. No, dude. Three <laughs> things that you're thankful for. Go. You start. You go first. All right. Think three things that I'm thankful for. I'm going to go with the the supporters of our of our uh, online listening experience podcast. I'm going to say podcast. It's a um, show, damn it's it. Our, I'm not listening show. No, it's our podcast. No, it isn't, damn it. It's a podcast. No, I'm you don't get to change. You, you don't I get to go- change that. You, you were you the changed, one that changed it. Yeah, you changed Facebook and, and Twitter and and the markingout.com. Give me the freaking name <laughs> of the show. Uh, um, yeah, so I'm going to go with our supporters, from the listeners to the pro wrestlers that support us to the promotions that support us. Thank you all very much. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with the opportunities that are presented to me from schooling to uh, this show that we do to just life in general. And I'm going to go with thankful for my family and friends because they do mean a lot to me. What about you? Oh, and I'm going to add a fourth one. I am very thankful for all of these uh, trailers for movies that are coming out that look absolutely amazing from Jurassic Park to Star Wars. Uh, all the trailers have not been let down, so I'm very happy with that. So what do you – oh, and I'm very thankful that they haven't ruined the, <laughs> any of the TV any of the TV shows that – yeah, right? Play me off – that I end up watching. So I'm very thankful for them not ruining Walking Dead, Gotham, American Horror Story, et cetera, et cetera. Brandon, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for air that I breathe. I'm thankful for the people that listen to our show and support our show. And I am thankful for pancakes and pickles. All right. All yeah. very uh, wise choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better than yours. Screw you. Yeah, I know. All right, take it away. Yes. Up next, we have from Steve, a.k.a. at Disgruntled Dork. Hey, guys. Stayed silent the past week as this season gets busy for me. But as always, I stay up to date with the show. Hope your Thanksgiving went well. I hope your Thanksgiving went well as well. That was way too many wells, but nobody fell down it. So two episodes away from 200, really? (laughs) Really? That's going to make you laugh? (laughs) Sorry. Two episodes away from 200 and come on. Come on. Don't do that again. Okay. Okay. It was just so... Really? (laughs) Why? Okay, keep on going. It was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Two episodes away from 200, and I am still trying to think of what to send into you guys. But we'll make sure to think of something soon. A few questions for you this week, but feel free to skip skip them if you plan to cover them later. First, with Sting making his return at the pay-per-view but completely non-existent on Raw, do you feel like his debut was rushed for the free Survivor Series? Where do you see his booking going forward? Uh, um, let's cover that first and say, I don't know I don't know if well, it was well, rushed. Before we, 
Well, um, as for the Raw stuff, we both have dif- uh, different opinions. So what were you going to say? I'm sorry for interrupting you. As far as Survivor Series goes, I don't know if it was rushed per se, but I think it was – It was obviously it was a great moment, but mm-hmm. it was – I don't know. It was – do you think it was a little cheesy? No, I completely – I do not feel that it was rushed for the uh, free Survivor Series. I don't feel that it was rushed. I think that it was planned out perfectly the timing is spot on because survivor series we do see a lot of uh debuts and returns and it's perfect timing because it gives you enough time between to build up stuff before wrestlemania which we, is pretty we much see a lot of debuts and returns yeah did you just put sting's debut at survivor series on the same page as the godly gooker no 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 <laughs> Um, and Rocky Maivia? The, what was it? The Blue Chipper? Yeah, and Undertaker, right? Yeah, Undertaker, The Shield. Yeah, in, he's in good company there. Yeah. Um, as for, yeah, I don't think that it was rushed. I think it was done very well. It was a, there were rumors about it before Survivor Series hit, but. Which is it, why I think it, it could be perceived as rushed. But the thing is, like, you had, like, JR tweeting out saying perhaps uh, it could be a, a intentional leak. Yeah, that's obviously – watch it and order it before. Free is free. And now you want to be like, oh, my God, I want more Sting. Let me get the network. Yeah, Not I think that I that think that's anyone's thought process, but – No, but I think that it was perfect uh, timing for this, and why not? I thought it would have um, been better if it wasn't a free pay-per-view because then you actually get people who want to tune in, I think. Yeah, I still don't understand the entire why they are not doing pay-per-views. I still feel like they're losing a lot of money compared to – I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of interested to see how much money they're pulling no, no, in. No, but for, what do you mean why they're not doing pay-per-views as in like, like why on, they're not having people pay for them or why they're Yeah, not- like not doing your 40 to $50 $60 pay-per-view. I guarantee you a lot more per people month. are watching now than they did. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of curious. Did you Did you watch every month? No. I know I, I didn't. Not at no, all. No, I, I basically watch almost every month. Yeah. Um. Where do you see his booking going forward? Do you want to speak about that now? I mean, let's talk about it after the end of Raw. Okay. Sounds good to me. After the Raw segment. Um, yeah. Then he goes on saying, second, how do you think Finn Balor will be pushed upon his debut to the main roster? Dirt Sheets have said he won't be forced to stay in NXT for long, although Dirt Sheets aren't necessarily trustworthy. But yeah, you- EJ was truly pregnant. Yeah, and so was Lita, right? Yeah. By the same person, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's funny. Stupid. But can you see them pushing him to the top? If so, How? Or do you feel it will be more of a slow build? Um, yeah, they've been reporting that for a while. I think that whenever they do bring him up to the main roster, it's going to be interesting. I don't Heal think it's going to heel or face. Yeah, I, it's going to be. I feel like it's going to be difficult to make him a heel, or at least right off the bat, being a heel. Uh, with especially with the amount of support that he does, like the independent fam. Well, that's just, that's the, the same thing that with with Kevin Steen or Kevin Owens that it's going to be difficult to, especially because these people are well known for them to come in as a heel. It's going to take a lot of work. Um, it's not like back in the day where you could just have 
just going to make up something. But you can't – like back in the day, you could have Kevin Nolan's debut on Raw as a complete heel because nobody really knew anything about him. He could be wrestling in Japan – and the only way that you knew who Kevin Owens was is by tr- exchanging uh, VHSs with your friends. Hey, man, you got the tape? Yeah, that was the <laughs> only way that you found out about these Jap- like people wrestling overseas or independent and stuff like that. So I definitely see him as a face. So who do we see Finn Balor's first program being with? First program? It would be very cool to see his first program being with Daniel Bryan. But then like, it's face versus face, right? Well... But then it also depends because the team authority, I mean, he can still be a tweener. Uh, like team authority or Triple H or someone heel could bring in Finn Balor. Balor or Baylor? What were we going with? Balor. Okay. Could bring him in to face off against Daniel Bryan as their kind of answer to Daniel Bryan. Same thing with Itami. It could be used in a similar manner. Um, you do know the authority's done, right? Yeah, they're for now, it's pro wrestling. Doesn't mean that Triple H and Stephanie won't be in control again at some point. Um, yeah, the rumors have it that he won't be down on NXT for too long. Which, even if he is on NXT for too long, I don't really see the damage in there. Well, we've seen people be on NXT for too long, and there is damage there. Yeah, what up, Ascension? Yeah. Um, and Charlotte, yeah. get her off the. NXT roster onto that main roster and then fucking gone. Well, she is going to be there. She's next to come up. Yeah, um, hopefully next to leave. Well, I don't know. I don't, there's I, there's I, other people I want to see gone before her too. I want to see what she has to offer first before I comment well, I, about I've seen that. it. I don't I need to see any more. <laughs> third? Uh, third. Mother Ken Ziggler. An excellent showing from the show-off proved once again that the crowd is 100% behind this guy purely for his skills in the ring and that WWE allowed that to shine in the elimination match. But what's next? Is there another one-off? Is this another one-off Ziggler spotlight? Or could we see a greater build in progress? As always... Thanks for the shout-outs, but as the Turkey Day trip to fan kicks in, this mark is signing out. A.K.A. passing out. Um, Yeah, no, I definitely, I see Ziggler. What they did on Survivor Series with Ziggler was so genius to get over Ziggler. So forget every fan that says that they don't know how to push people. Or Cena doesn't know how to give others the spotlight or Dude, anything like I that. I don't know, though. I really don't know. What don't you know? It, I, there's, I don't know. We have to see. We, I, I mean, yes, we do have to see. It, we have to see it play out. But I definitely see them doing. I can see them doing good things with Ziggler. I, I mean, that was a big rubber they gave him. As of now, this seems to be one of those uh, one-off things. But then they incorporated him next to. John Cena and Daniel Bryan on Raw at yeah, the end, well, which are two of their hello. biggest. You know um, what that means nobody was cheering for Cena; they were cheering for Ziggler. Yeah, so, but that's all. That entire Cena thing is one is two. I guess two verse one, but um, and, and look I where, think that what I think you, what's two verse one. You and Chris well, thinking that look where Dean Ambrose is now. Who and is I'm he? fine with it. Who is I'm, he? He's nobody now. Are you serious? Yeah. 
okay. He's not like um, a nobody, nobody. He's one of their biggest faces right now. But he's not. They're not doing anything with him. What do you want? Okay, please inform me. Inform the listeners. What does Brandon want to do with Dean Ambrose right now? First of all, get the championship off of Brock Lesnar. Okay, that's not Dean Ambrose. But what do you want to yeah. do with Dean oh, Ambrose? How's it not Dean Ambrose if he, if he could be in that title picture? How, who are you, you're going to put him or in? Or any title picture. He's in a fucking pay-per-view match that should have a title hanging above the TLC. Why? In in nothing. There's no reason. Why should? Why does there have to be that a title? Match that he match is not happening. That match is happening for no reason. I that match is happening for no reason. The only reason why that match is happening is because Brock won't work pay-per-views, and that's okay. a bullshit filler match. I'm glad that their you match at Survivor Series wasn't contracts. good. Their match at Survivor Series was not good. Okay, it wasn't great. So you're really backing up your statement about Dean Ambrose not and being able to book him better now. I think he's being booked fine. I don't. I think that it just John Cena latched onto him, and now he's just slowly decreasing. I disagree with you. I think that you can't. You can only do so much with so many people at the same time. They could. Yes, they could have had Dean Ambrose in that spotlight that Ziggler was in, but Ziggler was in that spot, not Dean Ambrose. You can't have all of these people up there at the same time. I mean, no matter what you're gonna, which way you look at it, you have Seth Rollins up there too. I mean, you can't, like I've been preaching, you can't have everyone up there at the same time. But you Dean push Ambrose, everybody up there at the Dean same Ambrose time. Dean Ambrose was up there, and now he's nowhere near there. He's so he's still no, up there. No, he's not. He's not in the main he, event. It's perfectly that, fucking. He doesn't have to be in the main sorry, fucking event. That's that thing's not song, up his there. If he's not crazy. in the main event, or he's not with Cena, or something like that, up in the main event, then he's not in the main event. He doesn't have to be in the fucking main event. Yes, he does. If he, if Why you're going to say he, that he's, if that, that he's still the same he, as he was a few weeks ago, then he has to be in the main event, and he's, he's not in the main event. He's still getting the same reaction from the crowd. That's not what we're talking about. He's here. still getting the same reaction from the crowd. Not he's still what bringing in the draw. Here. That's not what we're talking about. It's his not popularity. It's where his main event spot is. He doesn't need spot. to be in the main event spot. How many times do I have to say that? He doesn't need to be in the main event spot. But you're he saying wasn't in the main event. You're saying he was in the, in the main spot event he was. Spot. He was on not... the main event spot only for a few moments yeah. with Cena. Sorry, and then John Cena. Rollins versus him, and then boom, gone. No. Done. Give me a break. He's you can't. Done. But done. Where are you, as you're really not giving me anything. Where you you would have John? You, all right. So who is Dean Ambrose going to face for the championship? There, it doesn't have to be about the championship. It just but has you, to be but that same circle. Then why are you bringing up Brock Lesnar before? It, it's the circle. It's but then why are you bringing up Brock Lesnar before? Who is the champion? It's the if same circle. The doesn't have to be involved. It's the same circle. But you're not completing the circle. How not? Completed then. Why does Brock? Why did you bring up Brock Lesnar before with his championship? Because he's the champion. He should not be champion. It should be somebody else, and there should be the whole. But Dean you just Ambrose, said that Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, this, this Seth have Rollins, John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, now uh, Randy Orton—they should all be circling around the same circle. And right now, they're not. I right disagree. now, it's Dean Ambrose is underneath John Cena, and that should not happen. There's always going to be a wrestler underneath John Cena, and yes, that is what it should be. No, that is how it should be for now. No, I don't think so. You can you have Ziggler Agreed alongside him? Disagree, then. You have Daniel Bryan alongside him. Agreed you can't have so many people. You have Seth Daniel Rollins. Daniel Bryan's in still injured though. Yes, but you also have Seth Rollins up there with uh, 
with John Cena. But you what can't I'm have saying, but what I'm yourself. saying, what I'm saying is Dean Ambrose was up there. John Cena latched onto his popular popularity for a hot minute, and now he's no longer up there. You cannot put that on John Cena. You have I no one hundred percent will. I one hundred percent will be putting that on John Cena. Because John Cena is creative. To disagree. Because John Cena is creative. Right. Agree to disagree. His, you his don't think line. John Cena has final say in everything? I don't think he has final say. I think he has Dude, input. I don't think bullshit. he has final say. There's no fucking way. John Cena is John Cena. He is the company. I think he has. I think. No, he is not. Vince McMahon is the company, dude. No, wrong. 100%. John Cena is. Okay. If John I'm Cena so wanted glad to that walk. He got hired by the WWE if within the John past Cena week. wanted to walk, WWE would give him more money. If, of course. And he's not going to do that. Because he brings in that money. He's not like CM Punk. John he brings Cena in is that money. The company. There's no way to say that he's not. John Cena he is, is the company. The I company. never said that he wasn't the company. You just said Vince McMahon was the company. Yes, but he is not the one. Vince McMahon has final say on all the booking. I guarantee John, has John Cena has heavy, heavy input into it. Okay, but even still, I don't think that he has anything to do with where Dean, Dean Ambrose's position is. And again, you I'll, cannot say have it, Dean... I'll say it for the last time. All right, so but once again, you're not booking Dean Ambrose up there. What are you going to do? Put Dean Ambrose versus John Cena? No, it's just... Okay, so to, what are you going to do? John Cena has to be up there. Seth Rollins is up there right now. Where are you going to put Dean Ambrose? It's just up there. Where? It's the same circle. How? Where, where you, where's Dolph Ziggler? You're not booking Where is right? Dolph Ziggler to you? Where Ziggler right now is clinging to uh, wherever Dean Ambrose is. No. There's only one person on the same level as John Cena. That's John Cena. No. There's nobody else on his level. If you're main nobody eventing with John Cena... If you're main eventing with John Cena, you're on that same level right now. For what? One or two weeks? It doesn't matter. That's what John Just Cena does. That's what times. John Cena does. No, it isn't John Cena. I can list tons of okay, people. Okay, we're not getting into that bullshit again. But once again, you're not booking Dean Ambrose as you said that you could. I didn't say I could book Dean Ambrose. But you're also not giving an opinion about where you would put him. You said main event. Okay, but who is his opponent? I don't know. Who is his opponent now? Bray Wyatt. Okay, but who is who is the opponent in his main event scene? Bray gonna, Wyatt could be. Uh, because could be that's some sort actually, of championship around. That's there. not going to get anybody interested. Why? It's because it's not getting anybody interested right now. Their match sucked. Okay, so what? They're, they're, so you they're, put that they were on, given a spot with nothing to work with. So then you put that on the main. What's the difference with putting that on the main event? That's going to be the same exact letdown. No. It so won't. right, it definitely will. They're still going to be. They're trying right a now. Main event spot should have something. Around it, and right here, they're they're they have a TLC match because Brock Lesnar won't be on the pay per view because That's you know fucking that. Abortion. David, how is it not that? Why do why does Brock Lesnar need to be in that in that match? You don't think I don't think in and that once match. again once again you're saying you're bringing back the champion when you just said moments ago that Dean Ambrose doesn't need to be involved with the championship. It has nothing to do with Brock Lesnar being so champion. you're not completing this. So it then, has everything to do just with tell why me, Brock Lesnar shouldn't be champion. You really think that Bray Wyatt versus Dean versus Dean Ambrose could be the main event over anything that John Cena and Seth Rollins are in right now? I don't see why not. We, Okay, moving on. Next question. Wow. Next question is from Justin DeRosa. Hey guys, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Watching the second, uh, the second Kevin Owens video got me so hyped for his debut. Do you guys think he will be allowed to use the package pile driver? Also, I can't wait to hear your take on the CM Punk interview. Um, we already spoke about the package pile driver, but you seem, I'll go. You seem heated enough. You should, you should already just like, boom, right now, go with CM Punk. 
Nah. What do you mean, nah? Keep to keep to the script. Yeah. Keep to the script. The script um, says David ranting about CM Punk right now. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, and CM Punk will talk about it a little bit later on. Why so, not just talk about it now? Nah. Next up, we have Survivor Series. Brandon got the victory this time. I only picked two correct, which sucks. I only picked one actual uh, Survivor Series match correct. The, the Divas? No, no, the main event. You didn't pick Miz and Miz? Oh, right, that's not. Right. Yeah, I picked Paige, the team that Paige was on, and I picked, we both picked the team that Paige was on, and we both picked Goldstar. So, I mean, the only one that I got, the only two I got was Fandango and Team Cena. I like how the result says Team Fox. Team Fox? Yeah, Jeez. did she win? I think, I guess she won the match. I hate the fact that all of these matches, they don't have team names anymore. I team don't. Team H, Team, I hate that. What I would you call the, them? I don't know anything, but I love the I love the past, like in the '90s, where you would have team whatever, like Team USA, the Dream Team, and stuff like that, and you would have like more than one uh, Survivor Series style match. Team yeah, one, we had, Team we had One two. of Us Sucks versus Team One of Us Sucks. No, um, but I does miss it, stuff it. like that where they had more than one Survivor Series style matches. See, that's like, it. Yeah, you to. grew up in a different era than me. See, I, I grew up, I didn't have Survivor Series team names, I don't think, when I when I was a kid. I don't know. I, I loved when, when I they had watching. like when they had four like four Survivor Series uh matches with the team names and the team captains. I, I also do hate that uh I guess now nowadays it's almost guaranteed that we're just gonna have two Survivor Series, two or three, with one being like the one where the main focus of the company is the team captain. Yeah. And then another one will be a Divas one. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I want to see more of them. I think they should go back to the past way that they had it. When stick to that. Um, yeah, because it was cool to see people that you wouldn't normally see tagging up. Exactly. Up. Yeah. And, and it's a great way to kind of like Royal Rumble. That's a great way to uh, build up a wrestler. A great way to start something, start a program to WrestleMania. Yeah, great way to start a program. Great way to end a program, too. And, and tag teams. I mean, all you need is a little dispute in one of these Survivor Series matches. I think that's where we saw the, uh, the Rockers break up uh, was during Survivor Series. So I think that they're really dropping the ball with this change of format, even though it's been like a long time. Well, speaking of dropping the ball... <clears throat> Big time. Uh, we found out that we will be seeing the return of a new Fandango on the pre-show with Rosa Mendez. Yeah. So um, around maybe 7.05-ish on the pay-per-view pre-show, Fandango mm -hmm. comes out to this new shitty entrance theme that's more like a Fandango music and with I a new it. shitty dancer who can't dance at all. Apparently, she sucks a mean dick very, though. very apparent that she cannot dance. It was yeah. very apparent that she couldn't dance when she was with Tito or whatever his name is, Primo and and uh, Epico. Yeah, Primo and Epico. It was very apparent then. This is I called it last week, and you didn't believe me. And I, I told him that I, I mentioned about how I don't new, think you uh, called it. You just said hopefully there's no streamers or whatever. Yeah, but they switched it up way too much. There was no need. To change his theme song. His if, theme song was 
was huge. People danced to it. You even released it on iTunes, and it was one of the top uh, downloads. If Fandango debuted and he had some sort of Fandango-like music, mm-hmm. that would have been fine. I still but think there was now no that Fandango that. debuted, uh, or not debuted, now that Fandango has debuted and his music was one of the hottest things of WWE's past, and he's going to re-debut with the music that he may, maybe should have had when he first debuted, that's bullshit. Yeah. That's I, terrible. And like you said, Rosa Mendes, you really? You're going to pair him up with Rosa Mendes? He got stuck with the worst fucking employee of WWE right now. I mean, I don't understand how, how he got stuck with Rosa Mendes. The only thing that she was actually good at was hanging over his crotch when he when they did that that hang thing. I really, I I think they really dropped the ball with him. But hopefully, he could salvage this because we both will agree that Fandango is an amazing wrestler. Yeah, and um, it's, it's, he's it's, one of the, it sucks. He, it absolutely he, sucks that he got stuck with this. He's one of those wrestlers that you can build up big time. He could be up there with Seth Rollins. Like all these other wrestlers that are, um, I guess, very well known now and doing all the media tours and uh, medias and stuff like that. Van Dango could be one of those guys. And it sucks even more that they build him up, build this up on Raw that we're going to have a huge return of Van Dango. And it's the very first match where nobody's in the arena. Yeah, I think there was nothing. Was the crowd was completely dead. You, you might. I think that even if you switched it up and put that Swagger Cesaro in that place, I think that would have been better than having the return of Fandango done in an empty crowd with no reaction. Yeah, um, that guillotine leg drop I love though. I think whenever I mark whenever he nails that guillotine leg drop because it looks so picture perfect. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because he's good. Yeah, it looks exactly like how in the video games when you would hit it and it was just perfect flow and everything. By video games, you mean No Mercy. <laughs> yes, in No Mercy, how it just looked flawless. That is, ex- You cannot point out a flaw with his guillotine leg drop at all. Yeah. Um, hopefully, so, something happens with so this. Fandango, Fandango defeated Justin Gabriel. Gabriel, good job. It definitely made Fandango look good, and he had good offense too. Why was he wearing Renee Young's pants? I don't know. That was a joke. I'm pretty sure they were his tights, but yeah, I can't remember. Renee, what his they, were were. The, they, they were the skeletons that you know girls, oh, girls wear them, or or nice. La Parca also, I guess, right? Yeah, La Parca. Wait, uh, now I'm confused with you, Renee Young. Because Renee Young, girls wear those pants. Like the, I don't know what they're called, but they're yoga pants. I don't know. I guess you. I don't know. Maybe you could do yoga in them, but they're. Some of them have like, Ninja Turtles all over them. Some of them is the skeleton bones. Yeah, uh, um, let's just stick with La Parca, I guess. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, we also had on the pre-show, as I mentioned, uh, Cesaro versus Swagger. Another very, very stupid fucking match setup. Amen. For the fact that we had Jack Swagger being the first person to step up to be oh, on wait, Team Cena. Oh, wait, we can rant about this. The very first person that stepped up to be on Team Cena, Jack Swagger, gets taken out by two curb stomps or whatever, three curb stomps. Two, two, two. Two. Cannot yeah. compete. Cannot compete at Survivor Series. He is way too injured to compete on this We're Survivor struggling. Series team of Team Cena. We're very much so struggling to find a Team Cena person to replace Jack Swagger. Who wants to join my team? Nobody. Now I find people. But you, let's also event. bring up 
Let's also bring up the fact that everybody else on Team Cena got taken out with curb stomps. Yeah. Being put through the table. the table. Yeah, being put through the table and everything like that. I feel like Don Vito sometimes yelling. So I can see like like your street business going through like one eye going one. Um, yeah, but okay. So you take you remove Jack Swagger from the team because he's way too injured to compete, but then he still competes on that card. On, Where wait, does wait, this... no, no, but he pro- he competes on main event, which yeah, I think we already uh, discussed last week. Yeah, we already mentioned against that, Bray but... Wyatt, who should not have had that match. Uh, there was no point for that, right? No point for that match at all. All it said was uh, Jack Swagger is not that injured; he can still wrestle, but he just he's not good enough to be on Team Cena, right? And all these other wrestlers that got taken out just as bad as Jack Swagger, they're still they're still in. Name factor, so we could keep them Except in there, Sheamus. but Jack Swagger, no. Sheamus was actually injured. Yeah, Sheamus was actually injured, but I so guess, at least they kept him off. But And then I guess as more people filed into the arena, I think Cesaro made the open challenge, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he. I don't know if he made an open. Or challenge. he was just talking. Shit yeah, I or think something. he may have. He he may have just said that he supports Team Authority, and then Swagger uh, interrupted him. Said, I support Team Cena. Let's have a match. Yeah, and it Jack was just... Swagger defeated Cesaro. Why not just add them and have a six-on-six? Six? You could have easily have done that. There, they both there could have been have, no They problem. both could have been the first people out. Yeah. Like, there was no... There, I, I'm, like, speechless with this. There, there you, was, there was no problem booking, with doing that. Such a stupid booking. What they should have done is if tossed them in that main event... And to fill in that time, you could have had the title so uh, the Slater Gator. Absolutely. You could have had the Slater Gator versus who they face versus the Bunny and Adam Rose on on the pre-show, and add the add Swagger and Cesaro to that team C and the Team Authority just to make up for that the time. uh, Right. Instead of having instead of them having the two minute match or two and a half minute match, then on the pay per view, they could have had a three and a half minute match on the pre-show. And they could have added maybe four or five more minutes onto the actual match. Yeah. Even though they I, were struggling, it looks like they struggled with that too. Because that main I, event, I thought, was a giant clusterfuck at points. Uh, I disagree with that, well, but we'll, we'll get up to that. We'll, yeah. We'll, yeah. Um, I guess let's get on to the – well, what did you think about the panel? I was a fan of uh, – I'm always a fan of Paul Heyman on the panels. Uh, huh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I guess he comes off to me sometimes as too pretentious. I definitely could see that, but I also see that being his his like character. I don't know if it is though. I really don't know if it is. All, all I, I know is I have no idea who Paul Heyman is other than what we see on television. That's true. I don't know. I'm looking forward to Shabbat over at his uh, house at some yeah, point. Yeah, what the though. fuck happened to that? That just yeah. fell through completely. We're still yeah. three three years later. How do we do? We contact his agent or his rabbi for that? His agent, come on, he's definitely his own agent. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's got the giant cell phone. Hello, Paul Heyman's agent. Yeah, I still have to watch that DVD. Yeah, I do too. I, I mean, I mean, I have to watch the Blu-ray. Yeah, but it's Black Friday, so hopefully there's going to be some sort of droppage of price on one of the websites. Yeah, no, not there's... WWE shop because they they don't have a good Black Friday deal. Yeah, I don't. Maybe a lot of these sites are waiting for Cyber Monday. 
Yeah. Did you do any Black Friday shopping yet or no? No, not yet. The only thing that I would consider is to get an autograph um, uh, through a control center. Um, for those that don't know control center, uh, Tim usually appears at CZW, NYWC, PWS, and a bunch of under independent promotions and, um, autograph signing events, selling his merchandise. Uh, you could get all these, so many autographs and t-shirts for dirt cheap. And he's an honest guy. He explained his entire business about how he gets the autographs and they're all legit. So yeah, he's having a black Friday sell 30% off. So you could get, like I'm on his website right now. He has Hulk Hogan priced at $33.99. That's not including the discount. Stone Cold Steve Austin, $24.99. Bully Ray, Ultimate Warrior is $79.99. John Cena, $27.99. You can get all your favorite wrestlers for dirt cheap. He's an honest guy. Um, yeah, visit controlcentershop.com. And yeah, at, I guess until, what is it? Until tomorrow, maybe, or until Sunday, the 30% off is done, but go check it out. Sorry, had to do some promoting there. Oh, yeah, I got stuff from Black Friday. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. The only things that I would get is, like, clothing. Like, I would go to, like, American Eagle or something, but the thing is, how do I know what deal they're offering now isn't going to be as good as on Cyber Monday? Well, Cyber Monday is online only. Yeah, but usually, but right now, Black Friday is also online too. Yeah. But they usually, don't they offer better, I keep on hearing that they offer better deals on Cyber Monday. They, some people do. Other websites just have their one Black Friday slash Cyber Monday deal. Uh Like Best Buy, I don't think Best Buy's, well, aside from their other deals that are like counting down, like there's only a limited quantity of this. We'll add more and more and more of mm-hmm. different things. But like for the most part, like they have iTunes gift cards that are set at a hundred dollar ones that are now $85. Wow. That's typically what they do. That's, that's wild that they could do that. I, what are your thoughts on black Friday? I don't, I've, like I, I like honestly, like I'm just, I'm kind of disgusted by it. I, I, I have you ever gone out? Yeah, shopping. We went. I mean, I've, I've we went when best... we were kids. We went to yeah. Walmart. I, I've after been the to, fact. I went to the mall before, and I've been to um, Best Buy before. But it's kind of I've never acted like an animal like some of these people act like. Like you see these videos, and you see people. Oh no! Cramping. I openly go in there and punch people in the face if I want. <laughs> if I, I wanted that last tickle me Elmo. No, if I wanted that last ice iced tea mix from Costco, then I'm getting that last iced tea mix. I just can't I'm see. Just I don't, it's kind of sad and depressing to see that th- that is how humans are. That people are willing to trample over people, put other people in danger, and be violent in order to get um, <laughs> their Christmas shopping. In done. order to get what they want. Yeah, That's I think funny. it's disgusting. That's funny. I think it's completely disgusting, and it really it shows how. How much priority people have when it comes to um, shopping as opposed to um, how they treat other uh, people. Did anyone get trampled and die today or no? I hope not. I hope there's no injuries or anything like that. Yeah. Like I was watching videos of people like, – it was kind of funny. I was watching a video of them comparing um, – uh, what was it? Dawn of the Dead. The one that um, – Dawn of the Dead, Land of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, I think. The one that they're in the mall 
compared to the um, Black Friday shopping. And there's no difference. I mean, it's just disgusting how people are at times. I think the discounts are really good, though. It's like, yeah. do, do you really need that? What's your what's in your hands right now, or not? I don't know. I, yeah, I, feel I, like I some stick. Just, I stick to online. Yeah, I feel like people also just buy for the fact, just for to say that you bought every mm-hmm. every single year. I, I get it. I spend maybe two hundred bucks or so, but mm-hmm. it's it's wait really? Yeah. What do you spend two hundred dollars on, dude? I get there's so many last sales year, what on. What did you get last year? Yeah, last year. What's well, your last year? I, I got masks. I got DVDs. I got CDs. I think because yes, I still pay for my music, which I think everybody should. Amen. Um, and that might be it. They have and they, well, I don't know if I don't know if I bought any iTunes gift cards last year from Best Buy. I mean, that seems like to be a very good deal from what you're saying about saving yeah. like $20 or whatever. As far as shopping for Black Friday or, or even Cyber Monday stuff, though, always the best deals are online. Mm-hmm. No matter what you're looking at, the best deals are online. Talking about best deals being online, visit com for our – no, we free. don't have t-shirts. For our free online listening experience. Are you guys interested in t-shirts? Let us know because if you guys are interested in – New uh, marking out T-shirts, marking out designs, or something marking out related T-shirts. Let us know because then maybe we'll. Uh, yeah, the more people more that let us know, the more likely they'll they'll be brought back. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we're. Let's just say it. Uh, no, pro don't say it. No. Oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I already started. I mean, they could pretty much finish what I was going to say. Pro wrestling's right. industry is very yes. very wide. <laughs> More about this information on episode 200. What? We'll speak about it more on episode 200. Nobody's going to answer saying, oh, yeah, I'd love a t-shirt. Well, no. More about like where we maybe open up shop or and all that stuff. Ideas. Who are you? Who am I? I'm opening up at the side of a stand in Southampton. I don't know why, but when you open, when you mentioned opening up a stand and everything, I thought falafel, like a falafel stand. It was I El Generico and Ultimo Dragon, David. My bad. My bad. All right, so what about this Survivor Series? Want to talk about it? This fatal four-way match for the WWE Tag Team Championships at Survivor wait, 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 Series. Wait, 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 wait. Let's start off with the promo. Let's start off with the, the that promo. Opening promo. Yeah, with Vince Live at the Scott Trade yeah. Center in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, yeah. All right. Why are we going to spend, what, like 15 minutes? Might have been 15, 20. Yeah, but why are we going to spend the opening of your pay-per-view? Uh, is it even a pay-per-view? I'm going to uh, still call it. Uh, John Cena and the authority. I need them to come out right now. And uh, should Team Authority lose, the only person that could bring the authority back to power is John Cena himself. Yeah, this didn't need so long to do. And this could have been done on Monday Night Raw. And or John be- Cena responded that there was no way in hell, to quote Vince McMahon, that he will bring back the authority to power. Yeah, just BS. That does right. not have to be a 15-minute long segment to take away from the you, pay-per-view. Although no. they were looked like they were so mixed up with time. Yeah, I mean, you could even put this like as an announcement. I was breaking news or something on WWE.com. <laughs> and word, word would have got, got around. Or even on the WWE Network when you watch it. Don't they... 
um, have like breaking news and stuff scroll across the bottom at times. Well, like, I, I, I think do, that's how they did the Roman Reigns. I don't mind the fact that they had a whole segment devoted to that. I mm-hmm. just don't think it should have opened the show, and I don't think it should have been as long as it was. I think it could have been in the backstage area. Yeah. Although I guess they wanted that live reaction from the crowd. They wanted the live reaction from Triple uh, H and Cena and Stephanie. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get on to that fatal four-way match that you uh, briefly started talking about. Yes, the tag team champions Goldust and Stardust were looking to defend their championships against the Usos, Miz and Mizdow, and Los Matadores. I thought this match was excellent. Absolutely. I wouldn't say excellent, but it was really good. I, I, I'm going to say excellent. I thought that it had a little bit of everything. Um, I like how they teased uh, Mizdow getting the tag so so many times in the match. And the fans were going crazy over the te- uh, the teasing of it. Yeah. Like, I love – and then there was a part where – and I thought it was a genius spot where Miz finally tags in Mizdow. Mizdow is excited. The crowd is excited. He's finally in. And Stardust. Yeah, and then Stardust um, – Blind tags in. Yeah. And Mizdow didn't even get one punch, one one part of uh, the action. I don't know if, if that whole thing is scripted from somebody higher than the four teams in the match. Whoever scripted that that moment I thought was so smart. I think whoever and- scripts the tag team matches between with Miz and Mizdow with the, the tags and everything to get them more heat is brilliant. Yeah, I I agree. I think that it's working out perfectly. Even though, like, we'll talk about the match itself, but the end of the match where Miz Dow blind tags in Miz and picks up a quick pin. And steals, basically steals the victory from yeah. the Usos. I thought that it or, was yeah, from the genius. Usos. Yeah. Um, and then what about with the taunting, with uh, how, like, Miz will raise his hands and then Miz Dow will look over at him and see he's doing it. And then, like, just, like... Once Miz gets done, he'll raise his hands, and the crowd will go crazy for him. Yeah, I love the the cheering and then booing between the two tag team. Yeah. And, and it's it's good because it's not like it doesn't it doesn't come off as Sandow trying to get the cheers. It comes off as Sandow trying to be Miz. Yeah, so like he's perfect. he's actually trying to do be a uh, proper stunt double. Right. And I, I think it's working out perfectly. The match I thought went really well. You had the, like the Tower of Doom spot. You had your part where people were going to the outside. Um, I was informed that I keep on forgetting that Torito, that there's no DQs in matches like this. Yeah, in four-way matches. Yeah. The other match that happened on Raw last week. BS. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, as I mentioned, Miz Mizdow picked up the victory. Are your new tag team champions? And the crowd loved it. I thought it was a great opener. Yeah. Also, to uh, just cut you off right now, uh, there's a workshop, I guess. It's called Make a New Friend. If you want to get tickets to that, on, on uh, it's, it's playing at Madison Square Garden, I think the theater. Make a New Friend. What's this? You could use the code EMFRI50 if it's done today, I believe, to get... Uh, Buy one, get one. Wait, what do you <laughs> make? What is this? It's, it's Sesame Street. It's Elmo. Oh. How to make a new friend or some shit. It's not really a workshop. It's probably a play, but... Um, next up, you had Paige, Cameron, Summer Rae, and Layla taking on Alicia Fox, Naomi, Natalia, and Emma. Um, Fox, Naomi, Natalia, Emma picked up the victory in a clean sweep. 
Um, Alicia Fox, is she, I guess she's a face again. I guess so, but as far as that match goes where it was all them, four against Paige, mm -hmm. I thought for sure it was going to be the hot comeback and Paige is going to yeah. be, but no. Well, I guess you can't really... If yeah, well, it made sense after the... Yeah, after the, the main review. event, it makes sense why they didn't do that. I mean, I thought that this was actually a very good match. Yeah, you had a few moments where it was a little bit um, hesitant. Oh, hesitant. Yeah, like where there would be an Irish whip and the way that they would act during it. But I kind of think that that's just them. Cameron, that made yeah. Well, no, Summer Rae too, Natalia. Well, yeah, just all like, Cameron. Emma. There are moments for all of them. I just, all... I just feel like it would have benefited more. Like, what does it do for Fox or Emma or Naomi or Natalia? It gives them airtime. No, no, no. I mean the win. I think Paige is the one that needed that win, given the fact that Paige should yeah. be the only top diva in that match, aside from Natalia. I or think Naomi should be as well. Everyone should be, except for exactly. Cameron or Alicia Fox. But but that's I'm I'm a okay with Paige losing this match because I do want to see uh, women like Naomi, Natalia, Emma, and Fox pick up the victory and potentially have their shot. So I'm a okay with this. And I thought, as I said, I thought it was a good match. They all pretty much had their um, their Spots. proper time to shine. Yeah, like there was one moment where I think Naomi. Uh, went to slide into Summer Rae, and Summer Rae kind of like backed up and got kicked in the face. And I thought, I thought overall it looked really nice. Yeah. Um, you had Wyatt Bray Wyatt defeating Dean Ambrose by DQ. Right. Dean Ambrose giving into using the chair, very similar to Bray Wyatt's tactics against John Cena, in the way that he was trying to convince John Cena to use a chair against him, and John Cena wouldn't give in. But the only difference is Dean Ambrose actually gave in into using the chair. I think the only thing that I really enjoyed with this match was Bray Wyatt taking the mic and actually cutting a promo during the match. That was awesome. I like I liked the match. I thought it was a good match. Bray Dean Wyatt, Ambrose, we could have ruled the world together. I, I am completely fine with the match. It was good. It wasn't great, but I, it was a good match. I would say it was just fine. I'm, I'm, I thought it was good. It was, and like, then I it was like one carat of gold. The one thing that I wanted to see was Dan Ambrose jump off that ladder at the end where he piled all those chairs and tables and on top of Bray. the ladder and that was it? Yeah, I think that he <laughs> should have jumped off it. or There was no point to climb up the ladder. Yeah, well, it signified. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you really don't think that their match is happening at TLC because Brock Lesnar is not working the pay-per-view? No, I don't. I don't think that the two of them are related to Brock Lesnar. It, and the fact that, what are we going to do? We have another pay-per-view without a, a title on the line. Yeah. We, we have no Brock until maybe Royal Rumble. Okay. We need something that fans will maybe... But also, didn't they come to an agreement that Brock Lesnar can be called in? Yeah, if WWE pays him. If WWE pays him for... No, I think that they from what I think that they not it's not paid by night. It's I think they agreed on a, a like he gets a flat rate. Oh. And oh. to to be able to that they could call him in and they use him, but they just aren't. So I don't think it's just Brock Lesnar's. Mm. I mean, come on. WWE could easily take the title off him whenever they want, but they're not choosing to. So it's WWE as well.
There's yeah, two one hundred percent WWE, but it's also I think it's Brock's not willing to work. But, but I don't know. Again, but along know. but alongside this match taking place, I don't think it has anything to do with. I think that's uh, the only Brock reason. Lesnar. I think it's the only reason. I don't. Um, but Adam Rose and the Bunny defeated Slater Gator, which should have been on the pre-show instead of the Cesaro stuff. But I'm happy that they were all on the pay-per-view. That's nice. Yeah. The what about the Bunny? Stealing the victory and doing the uh, trust fall and leaving Adam Rose. Yeah. So I guess we're gonna see this build up. I love the fact that now they're doing they're having the bunny wear a um, Under Armour. Yeah, and he and, had his wrist taped up. Yeah, very smart because now you're leaving a lot more. Is he black or is he white? Yeah, you're you're not limiting it. It could also be a female. You're not limiting no, it, it to anything. You never know. You the never way know. she was doing those humps, I don't think women do that. Uh, I don't know. That was an experienced male bunny there. You know that? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Looked like something. You know how male bunnies hump? <laughs> yeah, like rabbits. Yeah? Yeah. Um, talking about humping, Nikki defeated Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, 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 wait. Not speaking of humping, we had Roman Reigns on the pay-per-view live via satellite. And uh, Roman Reigns announced that he will be making his return in December. A.K.A. he was backstage. A.K.A. And that happens. It looked just like a Monday Night Raw. A.K.A. it could have been done in front of the live crowd, but they decided just to waste time. Yeah, A.K.A. Shit, boy. That is a fact. Cannot argue that one. Speaking um, of not arguing that one. Uh-oh, here we go. Arguments about to the take place. new WWE Divas champion, Nikki Bella, Won the championship from AJ, defeating her, of course, because Brie Bella distracted AJ with a kiss. Very similar to what AJ did at WrestleMania 28 with Daniel Bryan and Sheamus. Ah. I got you. I didn't think about that one. Basically 30 seconds or so, new champion, Nikki Bella. I'm A-OK with this. I thought, I mean. No complaints here. No, I thought that it was fine. I like the fact that it does kind of come full circle now that you mentioned that with the AJ distraction of Daniel Bryan. Um, I can't help but think that this may be related to CM Punk and AJ possibly leaving the WWE for a bit. Who? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think, like, you know what I mean? I feel like this can be related because why... Why else have it in such a quick manner? Yeah. I could definitely see it as kind of like a slap in the face. But you know what? If it is, then props to AJ for being a pro about it. A pro? She cut a shitty promo, didn't she? Uh, so-so. On Raw. Yeah, very shitty on Raw. Um, next up, you had your main event, Team Cena defeating Team Authority. Yes, that's John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, Big Show, Eric Rowan, and Ryback defeating Seth Rollins, Kane, Mark Henry, Rusev, and Luke Harper. Of course, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, Joey Mercury, Lana, I guess, too, and Jamie Noble were all ringside. So the cards were definitely stacked against Team Cena there. And the stacking only, uh, um... Got even more. The cards even got. Wait, how am I going to read the? The cards got even more stacked during the actual match because Big Show. You may have started off with well, actually right off the bat, Big Show like 
a minute into the match, boom, Mark Henry just runs into his fist, and there goes Mark Henry from the match. Once I saw this, I thought maybe Mark Henry had an injury, or I just couldn't think of a reason why he got taken out so quick. I did not think Mark Henry would be that guy that runs into Big Show's fist, and boom, he's gone right away. Especially because he's gotten hit with that punch so many times before and kicked out. But uh, then we had Ryback eliminated by Rusev. After a curb stomp, I guess, from Rollins. Mm-hmm. And then the jumping sidekick. Yeah, which I thought that was stupid to have him eliminated basically almost right away. Um, given the yeah. fact how hot he was with the crowd and everything. Yeah. And then Rusev uh, ended up getting counted out. He tried to hit a splash onto Dolph Ziggler through a table. Missed Ziggler. Ziggler rolled out of the way. Went right through the table. Um J&J connect, uh, security tried to get him back into the ring, but it was too late. Yeah, and what, who, was, who was he going up against? Ziggler? Yeah, Ziggler. Ziggler and made I'm, it in. Yeah, I'm A-OK with Rusev being taken. We kind of called it. We said that he was either going to get taken out by DQ or, or count out or something. Yeah. and then uh, up, Definitely not pinned. After that, we had Eric Rowan getting taken out by Luke Harper. He, he uh, of course, lost after the discus clothesline. Yeah, then around that part, you had Big Show uh, standing alongside Team... Uh, well, no, uh, no, not yet, not yet. Yeah. We had John Cena taken out. The captain yeah. of Team Cena that, was taken with out. With the Big Show, dude. What are you talking about? That's Oh, right, he, that's when he knocked him out, right, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought you were going to say that Big Show took himself. No, he was standing alongside John Cena, KO'd punch John Cena, uh, aligned himself with Team Authority, shook hands with Triple H... Walked out to no count out, though. Yeah, that was bullshit. That's so, absolute bullshit. The ref didn't even count Big Show out. Yeah. And uh, does this mean Big Show is in the Hall of Fame or what? I I think so. I think Big Show Big is... Big Show's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, but then John Cena, like you mentioned, pinned by Seth Rollins, which uh, great... I, I like the fact that Rollins was the one to pick up the victory. Yeah, which left Dolph Ziggler all by himself. Yeah, against Kane, Luke Harper, Rollins. And, and of course, even Triple H being ringside with Stephanie, Lana. Mm-hmm. Lana was probably gone by then, but uh, yeah, Lana Jane, was out. J&J security. Yeah, um, but, but Ziggler pulled through. He yeah, now super came kicks. with that zigzag. Uh, he ended up, so he got rid of, eliminated Kane first. Then he went toe-to-toe with Luke Harper. Uh, he he got rocked by Looper uh, by Looper by Harper with Mr. a Looper, huge yeah. boot. Yeah, um, I love that when Harper uh, nails the running boot, the Yakuza kick or whatever you want to call it. I think it looks absolutely sick. Um, Ziggler was about to pick up a victory, but then Triple H pulls the referee out of the ring, which we argued for a bunch of time over this. With what? You say it should not have been a disqualification. Yes, I do not think that should be a DQ. I think it should have 100% have been a disqualification because Triple H is the reason why that team was a team. Yes, but he's not the team captain or is he involved in the match. But he was the reason why the team was a team. So who are you going to DQ? The entire team? Yes. Come on. you serious. You throw the match out. And Really? No, just kidding. I don't know. I don't know if you're kidding because that's the only option that you're throwing in there. 
I don't know. If you DQ, if there's no one to DQ, no, Triple H I, isn't. But if the if most Triple that you can H do is throw Triple, Triple H, H to the backstage. If Triple, then he should have been done. That had to have that done. But they have. If the Triple referee H has no authority to do that to the authority. If Triple, Triple H, H, if Triple H is out there doing what he did, then what's to say that the whole other locker room couldn't come out there and do that to the other? Because team? Triple H is in charge. I don't understand why you can't understand that. It's just, do you understand the storyline? Yeah. Okay, well, nobody could cross the authority and they make all the – they are the head honchos. Why is a referee that's well underneath them going to stand up to the authority when they could fire them? I We've seen it happen before. There's also a chance that the, the referee – that the team authority does lose. I mean, we, we've also seen it where referees give in to the team authority and say nothing because they're scared of their yeah, job. one referee, Scott Armstrong. I mean – so I don't think you can DQ Triple H, and nor do I understand how you could have anybody stand up, especially a referee stand up to Triple H. What is that going to? What would that do if a one referee stood up to the authority? How bad would that look for the how? authority and everybody else? I don't think it would look as bad as you think it. You're. I think it would look really bad. But Triple H gets in the ring while the referee is knocked out, nails uh, Ziggler with the pedigree, and then Rollins was going to pick up a victory. But Wait. there was a call. The authority also attacked Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. And he fought them off. And then Rollins, and then he hit Rollins with the zigzag. Mm -hmm. Then the other referee came out to the ring. And Triple H attacked that ref. And then he pedigreed Ziggler. Yeah, so Ziggler's out with the pedigree, about to get pinned. Scott and, Armstrong, of course. Oh my call God. him out. Call Scott Armstrong out. That's the corrupt referee that they had. Yes, yes. With the yes. authority. Yes, yes, yes. Then the lights go out. It's not Undertaker. It's not Sabu. It's the it's other guy that. Why? Raven has the lights go out for him? No, but you, you thought it was him. Oh. No, I didn't say it. I didn't hey. say I thought it was Raven. You, you I thought, thought it was Raven. No, I said I thought the sound effects sounded too dumb for it to have been for Sting. I don't know. But Sting made his WWE debut, official debut, Spotlight on Sting. I thought it was done very well. I love the fact that they, it was kind of like movie ish, where you had the camera kind of start, start close, either it was a close in. And then expanding the camera, or it was a wide shot going in. But whatever they did with the camera work on this moment was awesome, the way that they caught it. And it was one of those moments that you, you're never going to have again. It's one of those very rare moments in, in pro wrestling where it's just – it's history. It's, it's one of those last moments. Like who's left? It's what, what moments are left? Like you had – Undertaker last year, like Undertaker will never get beat. This year, I mean, boom, twenty-one and one now. Yeah, it's and you one, had, oh, Sting will never moments. be in WWE. Boom, Sting's in WWE. And this is, I thought it was completely amazing. Uh, Sting stood up to Triple H. Triple H tried to throw the first punch, missed, got hit with the uh, what was it, the death drop? Yeah, Scorpion death drop looked very. Uh, Hurted, hurtful of Sting. Hurted. Yeah. What is it? Uh, it looks like it hurt Sting. It looks like. No, it I, I like. I like hurted. It looked like it hurt Sting to just walk down that entrance ramp and and knock out Scott Armstrong. I didn't think it looked like it hurt Sting to walk down. Yeah. Un Ultimate Warrior looked like it hurt him to walk well, down. It didn't look anything like Sting to walk down. It looked like Ric Flair walking down. 
I disagree with you. I thought he walked I down fine. I don't disagree with me. All right. Well, something that you would agree with me on is that theme song. That, that was That theme shit. song. That there was is... fucking shit. And fuck you, WWE, for saying, can't get enough of Sting's new awesome theme song. Here it is. Listen to it. No, because I want to listen, listen. I want to listen to his Crow theme song. Like, well, how I... is the Crow theme song in 2K15, but the, they're all awesome new theme song for Sting? Let me write a new song for Sting. Yeah, there was no reason to change that theme song just because you want to say that it's a it's WWE Sting, not WCW Sting. Like, c- come on, when you especially when you have that song in his WWE 2K15 uh, promo, yeah, that hype video. It's like um, Goldberg. You understand in the changing ever so slightly of his theme song, but it still was this the same basic theme song. Yeah. So Sting uh, caused, I guess, Team Authority to lose because Ziggler ended up pinning Rollins. Well, no, not per se. He got dragged on to Seth Rollins. Okay. To win. Yeah. So, and that is Survivor Series. Yeah, so Team Authority is no more. It was a decent pay-per-view with some minor spots here or there that were just like, oh, fuck, I hate that. All right, well, I think it was actually a very good pay-per-view. I I was I was entertained with all of it. The one downside of the pay-per-view well, may have been the right. may have been the Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt match. It may have been a little bit too slow, too long. But and, and the overall, pre-show and the pre-show. I don't include that. We have to. Pay-per-view. We have to. When they did that to Fandango, man, come on, we have to. I don't. And when they when they have Swagger and Cesaro, who could have been in that main event I spot as well, I still don't include it with the actual Survivor Series. It's free show. It's not Survivor Series. Uh, Survivor Series. Well, to me, Survivor Series was. I'm fine with. And it. I think. I think, I think even more now, so that they air the matches on the network. I think that you should count. It. I. I don't. It's, it's definitely not Survivor it's, it's, Series. It's not Survivor Series. It's pre-show for Survivor exactly. Series, but it's still the. Event. I mean, they, they've had Same pre-shows. Ring. They've had pre-shows in the past, like back in the '90s and stuff. But you don't include it part of the Survivor because Series. We never saw it. That's what I'm saying. But some of them, sometimes you did see it. Also, I don't like Eden Styles ring announcing. I'm going to say that again. I'm fine with it. Um, yeah, so I thought it was a good pay-per-view. Brandon thought it wasn't too good. No, I thought it was good with minor mishaps. I, I thought it was very good, so, yeah. Let's talk about some Monday Night Raw, though. Monday Night Nitro. Want to start off with the middles? Yeah, because we disagree with this. We were just speaking about it, basically, kind of. Uh, Monday Night Raw, instead of having their opening video and pyro, which we haven't had in a while. Yeah, a very long time we haven't seen that pyro and the opening intro and theme song. Yeah, this week's Monday Night Raw just opened up with the Sting promo, and then Sting didn't appear on Raw, which I thought was weird to have. I I know, obviously, our listeners thought it was weird to have. As All Sting right. just disappeared, there was nothing, no mention of him other than the what they mentioned. But which is well, they mentioned them in the promo in the opening promo, right? And that and that was that. I just didn't. Well, no, they mentioned him during that Triple H. Promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just I thought Sting would be there, but I, why would you think that Sting would be there? Why would I not think Sting was booked to be there? I think I am completely. The fine whole with- wrestling world was watching to see there was exactly, which is perfect. So why would I not think Sting would be there? And it, 
you, you just answered your own question. The but, entire, but, but you didn't you're not need answering him. my question. Why would I think Sting you would be there? You didn't need him. You didn't need him. But why wouldn't I think Sting would be there? Of course. And that's why you tuned in. I mean, that's yeah, you were going to tune in. in. You're going to tune in regardless. I, I down, I, but I, 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 that was one. But even still. I do know people who recorded Raw to watch it. Because exactly. I was like, nah, Sting wasn't there. You can delete it. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's perfect. That There's no reason to have Sting on there because business. Think about it. Everyone's going to already tune in because you think that Sting is going to be appear on Raw. Well, All right. So you well, already – hold on, hold on, hold on. So you already have your rating grabber right there. So there's no real reason to have him appear if you save him for a future Raw. Well, we'll, whether we'll it's pause it. Two, we'll pause it. Hold on. Well, no, no. Don't, for don't even, even two weeks. It. For even two weeks or three weeks, you can keep on teasing that Sting on Raw kind of a deal, and and you're still going to get people to tune in. Well, we'll talk about it a little later. As I mean, once Sting now, actually, as to why Sting wasn't on Monday Night Raw, we'll speak about it later. All right, but even still, you're still going to have that rating grabber, and once he does actually debut on Raw, you're not. After that, it's kind of like, oh, well, he already made his debut on Raw, so I guess I. May no, not have to watch, watch it. But anyway, um, after that, the authority opened up Monday Night Raw, I guess, to say their goodbyes and how they weren't pleased with the ending of the pay-per-view. Daniel Bryan, however, came out and said that he was the general manager for the night, which I thought was a nice surprise. I yeah, know I wasn't so expecting did, him. So did the fans. I mean, the crowd erupted with those uh, yes chants. Yeah, and uh, I guess Daniel Bryan sent them on their way. Yeah, very much uh, to the liking of the WWE universe. He got right into the Triple H's face, right into uh, yeah. Seth McMahon's face. Even after, chance. after they left the ring, he just he was like, nope, that's not enough. I'm running out. Yeah, I thought that face. this was, it was perfect. I then, thought that this was great. Yeah, then we had a uh, commercial break where I guess Daniel oh. Bryan just yes, yes, yes in well, the let me for just, three minutes. Let me just add that the one key thing that Triple H said is that you're going to be wishing that we're back. Yeah. Or whatever which, he said. Which the only way we would ever wish for the authority come to come back is if Mike Adamley was brought in as the general manager. Yeah. Or Johnny Ace. Who else would you not want to see be... General I wouldn't mind seeing Johnny Ace again. Oh, come on. That, you definitely complained here and there all yeah, over but the I place. Wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean, temporary. I don't know. Big Johnny's back. I mean, can we talk about what our thoughts about Sting with the GM? No, or wait we'll, wait, we'll wait. We'll wait. Right, well, but Daniel right, Bryan. What? Uh, keep on finishing this. Daniel Bryan called out Team Authority to deal with them. Which he set up John Cena and Dolph Ziggler taking on Seth Rollins and either Mark Henry and Luke Harper, Mark Henry and Kane, or J&J Security, who I did not know was being referred to as J&J Security, which being Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury. And uh, he also took the Director of Operations title away from Kane and made him Director of Food and Beverage, which I could have sworn was Zack Ryder's title, being backstage all the time and not booked. And instead of Corporate Kane, he will now be called Concessions Kane. And uh, he also set up a battle royal for the United States Championship. And if Rusev did not want to have that happen, he could recite the Pledge of Allegiance. And then Daniel Bryan set up Luke Harper versus Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship and a rematch from WrestleMania 29 between Mark Henry and Ryback. Mm -hmm. So that was that promo. Right off the bat, after that, you had Ryback and Mark Henry. 
Ryback defeated Mark Henry. Uh, concussed Mark Henry, or to be appearing as concussed. How did Mark Henry get cleared to even be, compete that night? Wait, why do you say concussed? Like legit or because of the knockout punch? Yeah, I mean not legit, but because so of the knockout pu- the knockout okay. punch. He was ob- he was selling it. Did you watch? Yeah. So this yeah, was a he was quick selling match. that he he was selling that he was concussed. So he wasn't it was there. A he quick was match there. for that reason, I guess. Yeah, you didn't catch on to that. Well, but I, I also I don't believe for a second that uh, this goes back to the pay per view. I don't believe that Mark Henry would lose that fast. Me neither. But he was selling it on Raw. I mean, that's why he was stumbling around. He yeah. couldn't he couldn't swing correctly he, because he was portraying that as if he had a concussion. Yeah. Because of the punch. Let's make fun of concussions, WWE. Um, and I'm happy with how loud the crowd was for him, though. For Ryback, at least, not Mark Henry. Yeah, Ryback picked up the victory. Um, you also had the Intercontinental Championship on the line as Luke Harbour took on Dean Ambrose. Um, they gave them a ton of time in this match. Yeah. And um, Dean Ambrose maybe, won via disqualification. Because, I thought Harper won because of DQ. No, it's stupid. They, they, it's fucking they never so stupid. true winner, though. Let me tell you. Well, I the commentary announced it. Did they? I thought they said Harper's going to uh, they, they were very confused with that, and then they ended up saying, no, Dean Ambrose won. Dean Ambrose won when Luke Harper shoved Ambrose into the referee when he was getting ready to hit Dirty Deeds. Yeah. Which I thought was so fucking stupid, because there's no possible way Luke Harper saw the referee where he was. It was an accident. Right. So that is the dumbest disqualification ending I've seen in a while. Uh, dude, you've seen worse. Where the Wyatt family, or even a few weeks ago, where the, someone in a tag team match will break up a pin and get DQ'd. Well, it's one of it's still it's up there with one of those. There's no possible I don't think way. It's that bad. There's no possible way that Luke Harper could have seen the referee where he was. I'm, Luke Harper was bent over under Dean Ambrose's arms. Um, it's all about uh, That's the dumbest thing. You are. I'm fine with this. I'm and fine then, with the DQ. Then Ambrose I like, hit the dirty deeds on the chair. Yeah, I'm completely fine with this DQ ending. Um, it was a good match. You didn't want to. Ha- you can't have Harper go over Ambrose, and you don't want to start with the weapons or anything with the DQ. I would the- have been fine with the DQ ending if it didn't happen the way it did. I mean, maybe Ambrose get DQ'd and use a weapon on Harper. But following the match, we had Dean Ambrose yeah. getting the tag, uh, getting the table. Yeah, he ripped out a ladder and the table. Yeah, starting to get weapons ready, throwing the- throwing the chairs in there. Bray Wyatt attacks him from behind. And I love this attack because it was as Dean Ambrose was pulling out the table. And, of course, whenever someone goes for the table, you're going to get a loud reaction from the crowd. Yeah. And I thought that it was perfect timing for the fact that it covered up the fact that he was about to be ambushed by Bray Wyatt, who everybody in the audience obviously saw Bray Wyatt coming from the crowd. Well, not obviously. Everybody's well, looking at Ambrose yeah, taking out the table. A, but there's a good amount of people. If you're in the front in the front row or wherever you are, there's a lot of people that do notice that Bray Wyatt's gonna uh, is coming through the crowd. And as a viewer on TV, we don't see that. Right. So by him going for that table and the crowd already as loud as they were, it was complete shock. So I was very happy with that. And this officially set up their match at TLC. Yep. Um, what? No, I was going to move on. Yeah, after this, we had Big Show coming down to the ring to beg for forgiveness, which at this point he's turned more times than an old Beatles record. Yeah. 
Um, that big I, show. I didn't care for it. It big, was too long. Yeah, it was very much so too long. Big Show dropped the whole forgiveness thing, and Eric Rowan came out and said that he doesn't like bullies, and then attacked Big Show, which is contradicting to what he just said, in my opinion. Yeah. Which uh, is definitely not a match that I'm looking forward to, but it looked like Eric Rowan has improved. Yeah, he definitely has improved. I'm not looking forward to this match at all either. Um, next up, you had Brie Bella defeating AJ. Um, but the one thing that I did take out of this, yeah, AJ cut a little promo beforehand. A, a shitty promo beforehand. That she yeah. either practiced really hard in the mirror or it was something CM Punk wrote. Or the, the, the big take. The big takeaway was her like lesbianist part because that got the biggest reaction. Yeah. Um, but I, I really I, hope she's gone. I I'm taking away from this that Bree, uh, Bree kicked out of that shining wizard that so many don't call that a shining been, wizard that so many people have been taken out with. Well, after AJ yelled finisher uh, or finish, I should say, she was late to elbow Bree, which looked like shit. And then Nikki yanked on AJ's arm behind the ref's back. Bree rolled her up in a cradle, and AJ didn't even try to get out of the pin, which looked awful. And yeah. uh, Bree won uh, then. And after the match, AJ said it takes two Bella twins to win to to be champion, and uh, don't don't e- and they don't even come close to being half the woman she is. Which then she said, talent isn't sexually transmitted. Which is very apparent because CM Punk is a great wrestler, and his wife, who I assume he has had been having sex with, is not. So we we do know that talent is not sexually transmitted. And with the Bella Twins, it looks like it has been sexually transmitted because they've been improving very much so. Yeah, since Dave John Cena and Daniel Bryan, and they I think are miles above AJ. I've seen AJ. I'm 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 tired of AJ. Mm-hmm. She's overexposed. I see her what she I, truly is. David, you do it, too, correct? I will say it time and time again. I'm not I don't think that she's a terrible wrestler, but you just mentioned the key that I always mention. She is overexposed. And one of the key times that she was overexposed was during that title run that she had where she was aligned alongside with Tamina Snuka. But how could you say that she's not that you don't think she's a bad wrestler when she hits a shining wizard like that? I'm fine with the shining wizard. That's not wizard. a shining wizard. Okay, well, you, I, all right, whatever. They call it a shining wizard. I'm fine with it. I just think that she was overexposed during that title reign. That's all I'm saying. I Next, um, she's terrible. And I said I stopped. I said right? I was going to stop saying that she's terrible. But oh, also no, in our middles, also in our middles, we had Concession Kane, who was working the snack stand all night. Uh, Ryback ordered a bunch of shit that they don't have, and then Kane threw a hot dog at him, and Ryback pushed him between the two tables and squirted mustard all over him. What do you think of concessions, Kane? Uh, I didn't care. Yeah, I guess that's like I, I, I really didn't care. It's just one of those things that it's like, uh, even though I'm fine with him not wrestling because I'm fine with that. That's yeah. my reasoning, and I would back it up on a law degree. Uh, someone that I wouldn't sense. stand by is this. That makes promo. no sense, though. Oh well, actually, you explained it earlier, so I understand yeah. why. But yeah, we saw finally saw the new day promo with Langston, who alone he was strong. And Woods, who alone he was smart, and Kofi, who alone he was he could fly, and together they are stronger, smarter, and can fly higher to create a new day. I hate the fact that Big E Langston is dancing around like a little schmuck. I hate that. It's funny. I've been for for weeks. I've been saying, I, why have they? Why can't they just put them on TV together? 
I feel as soon as they debut and Langston's wrestling again, I'm like, get him off my TV. No, you, that is exactly what's going to happen. I, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want Xavier Woods to be the smarts. I want Langston to be the dumb manager outside who's strong. I want to see Xavier Woods wrestling with Kofi Kingston. I don't want to see Vicky Langston wrestling. Langston doesn't have to be associated with them. I think I don't know. It's just he, something that that they. There's did. nothing he could do that will make me think that he's a good wrestler. That's a song, isn't it? It could Nothing be. He can do Let's move on to the... Want to talk about the bad? Let's go on to the goods. And Save close out the bads. Okay. All right, we can do that. Um, the goods. Kicking them off with that tag team match. Miz and Miz that defending their championship against Gold Star. I thought it was very interesting that the Miz sold an injury the entire match right up until the end where he tagged... Uh, Mizdow, it's very been very rare that we've seen Mizdow get so much action as he did this night. It's funny, I should have taken this one first because you're going to yell at me. Uh, because I wanted to say that before this match happened, okay. <laughs> they had Santino and Larry the Cable Guy make their appearance to talk about wrestling. And Larry said that, well, it was basically for Jingle All the Way 2, how it's a sequel to Jingle All the Way 1, I don't know, but... Uh, Larry said that he one point beat up Savage and it, it turned out to not be Randy, but it was Fred Savage. And he said it was at the buffet at Cracker Barrel, which oh. we don't think any Cracker Barrel has a buffet. And if there is a buffet of Cracker Barrel near you, please let us know and we will do a road trip. Yeah, please let us know if there's a buffet, a Cracker Barrel buffet anywhere near you. But... I thought it was a good good enough promo, and uh, even though the fans weren't so strongly behind Larry the Cable Guy, but it was all yeah. cut off by Goldust and Stardust coming out and messing around with Larry a bit, so I thought that was fine. I didn't care much for it. But as far as the match, it was good. I really like that Sando has his replica championships to complement the two that Miz carries. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree. Um, you also had in the goods, uh, Fandango, Fandango ah, defeating, Go uh, Justin Gabriel. Yeah, the match was good, but the crowd was completely dead because like we said before, WWE completely killed Fandango. Yeah. Which is so heartbreaking. Is this going to be on Total Divas? I don't even know. Probably, but I, even still, I don't think Fandango will stay down for too long. Oh, God. Um, I better not have to see a Rosa Mendez match with Summer Rae, even though... There's no connection there anymore? Well, the connection is... Ew, I was with Fandango. Oh, uh, yeah. What abs? Um, you also had the Bunny and Adam Rose uh, losing to Tyson Kidd and Dentaya. Yeah, in an intergender, interspecies match. I love this feud for the fact that uh, Tyson Kidd has been used so much recently, so much that TV, and he's been winning. His past, out of his past nine TV shows appearances, he's won eight of them. And he's won eight out of his last was nine. Was the ninth one the one that he lost where NXT was showcased, or is that not what you're talking about? Um, the last one that he lost was the SmackDown. Oh. The triple threat match. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Yeah, with uh, Ziggler and Cesaro. But besides that, and he and he picked up a, victor, a pin in that match. So, but out of that, he's been on a hot streak. It was nice to see Natalia using the tag rope. Not something many people do these days. Yeah, very bright, very bright. Um, 
I, this commentary though with Santino, Larry the Cable Guy, and JBL trying—they were all trying to make jokes. Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler as well, making bunny-related jokes, and I am very happy that JBL made a joke in front of a comedian, and it was just dead silent, and not even the comedian laughed. They just went with talking about the match. Yeah, I agree. But the bunny grabbed Adam Rose's leg at one point, to, which distracted him and cost the win. Did you understand that at all? Mm, not really. And then the bunny celebrated as if Adam Rose won. Yeah. Like, I, I, can I, I not tell the difference between Adam Rose and Tyson I, Kidd? I mean, he wasn't looking, though. He did bunnies, wasn't looking. But did bunnies see shapes? I don't understand. Well, he wasn't looking. I'm almost certain he was looking. Uh, he was facing the, the rosebuds when he pulled the leg. But even still, I thought that it's no, interesting. No, he was looking at the ring and then turned around as he pulled Adam Rose's leg. Yeah, which he, but got he me to think what. Pulled. But that's what I didn't understand, though. You saw Adam Rose going up against the rope. I thought. I think that they there was a reverse in the going up against the rope. Oh, like I think Adam Rose went to Irish Whip Tyson Kidd, and, and then, then Irish, and then Tyson Kidd reversed it. Oh, okay. I think. This, that that would make the most sense, but that's I don't recall seeing that, and I don't remember. I just remember being very fucking pissed off at the fact that the bunny did that right in front of Adam Rose. Mm-hmm. Eh, I'm, yeah. Um, and this time he didn't even beat down the bunny. He just like the bunny tried to apologize. He was just he was just in complete shock and awe. The bunny beat me. I need my lolly. Yeah. Where um, are my rosebuds? It's party time all the time. Yeah, about that. Speaking of party time all the time, we found out before the main event that Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury won almost, nine, what was it, 96% of the fans, which was like the highest rated vote on... Like the, ever? Yeah. For Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury to win, to be t- tag team partners with Seth Rollins... Against Dolph Ziggler and John Cena, most disappointing thing from this match was Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury not having ring gear. You never know when you're going to work yeah, next, that's, bro. that's the one thing <laughs> I didn't like, that they, that they were still wearing their suits. But you have to understand, like, come on, they can't be wrestlers. They're, they're them. They're, yeah, it's, not, it's not like, for, for like the longest time, Patterson and Briscoe, they'd be in suits, and then boom, they have a match. Then they have their gear and everything, but well, not really fully gear, but... Whatever they wore to wrestling, but yeah, I, I did like that opening spot with the running the ropes. With um, where who was it? Where the um, where Jamie Noble was running the ropes and had to jump over uh, uh, Mercury and jump over Cena, I think it was, and he was just going back and forth, and then they ended up colliding. I thought it was a funny spot. Oh yeah, it was like it was like Three Stooges kind. Yeah, of. which is a great um, way to think about it is that they are the Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe. Yeah, absolutely. And so. I thought I, I really, man, this match. I wish it was like a legit match for Mercury Noble because them versus Ziggler would have been so awesome. Mm-hmm. But the match, I guess, came to an end when. Uh, John Cena hit the attitude adjustment on Mercury while Ziggler hit the zigzag on Jamie Noble, which sucked because the camera fucking missed Ziggler hitting the move. And uh, Rollins tried walking away. And Daniel Bryan ran down and threw him into the ring. He got super kicked and then right into an attitude adjustment. Yeah, and that was uh, the end of the match. Yeah. Now moving to our bads. 
Uh oh. You you can talk about this one. Well, no. First off, I'm just gonna mention the 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 first bad. The only there's two bads. The first bad that I'm gonna talk about is the fact that Rusev didn't recite the pledge. Sergeant Slaughter came down and he still didn't recite the pledge. Lana was kind of doing it, but Rusev stopped her. There was no battle royal for the U.S. Championship on Raw, which I thought was bullshit. And then Rusev backed Slaughter into the corner, and Jack Swagger ran down. Damn it, Swagger! So, I mean, didn't Jack Swagger just like beat up Sergeant Slaughter not too long ago? Um, didn't we just? Ha- I feel like we just got over Rusev versus Swagger. Yeah. So, so we're going to have to do this again? That's in the bads altogether, although I think on SmackDown there's a battle royal for it. Yeah, uh, there is a battle royal, and Rusev is victorious. So. Oh, wow, the first battle royal he has won. Yeah, so hopefully that is uh, the end of it. But we'll speak about that more on next week's show, I guess, right? Yeah. Now for the next and last final bad. After the main event match of Dolph Ziggler and John Cena versus J&J Security and Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan was in the ring with them celebrating, and all of a sudden, doo-doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo-doo, that, that iPhone text message shit went off. Michael Cole asked if he could have everybody's attention because he has received an, an email from the anonymous Raw general manager. And I mm-hmm. quote, The GM said next week, there will be the return of order and discipline, and it'll be Cyber Monday. I don't know if he mentioned the fact that it'll be Cyber Monday because of online deals, or if Monday Night Raw will be like Cyber Sunday and Taboo Tuesday where the fans choose the matches. I think that they did make reference to that. Because Monday Cyber Monday it is literally called Cyber Monday on Monday. Yeah. So I don't know if it's the online deals, but order and discipline. Return of order and discipline. Is that Big Johnny? I don't know. Hopefully, I, it's. I don't it's know. I don't know what WWE was thinking with that anonymous general manager for the fact that we already knew that it was Hornswoggle. No, and the but, fact that we all disliked it the first time around. But now here's my whole thing with not whole thing, but the reason why I don't think Sting should have been on Raw. Okay. Was that ending because? Uh, first of all, it was a really shitty ending. You could agree to that, right? Where it just it just ended oh, yeah. with the iPhone thing going I off think it's over com- and over you, and you over had, again. You had three of your biggest stars in the ring: Ziggler, Brian, and um, Cena. And you could have ended it with the crowd going home happy, but then you ended like that. That it made no sense other I'm- than to lead down the line to our idea with Sting being the general manager. Not that I think that was Sting. No, but it could end up being Sting at some point. I mean, we did predict that. This is I didn't, didn't we mention about this earlier in the yeah, show? but we I don't we didn't say earlier in the show. We well, were we, holding off. Originally, we thought that Sting would come come into WWE as a general manager because we do think that he'll wrestle at some point. We we thought without oh. face paint, although apparently yeah, I think obviously he'll have to paint his face every yeah, time. And be like he would start start as Steve Borden or. Or no, start as Sting, just okay. no face paint. Although it's very apparent that there's too much money in the face paint, so he's going to have his face painted. Yeah. We're going to have a general manager with face paint. It's cool. Yeah, so we would have Sting as the GM, and then at some point it would all lead to uh, him wrestling in the ring. Right. So if WWE wants to do the guest host again, 
I'm fine with that. I was a fan of that for for most of the most of the guest hosts. Mm-hmm. Not most, a bunch of them though. And uh, I kind of popped for the anonymous general manager. I think I might have been the only one, but then it was like, oh fuck, that's how they're ending Raw. I was not happy with it. I didn't understand why. But for that split second, when I heard the doo 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 doo, I was like, "What? Why are they doing this?" Really? Yeah. How? How did you really? Oh, you know what we didn't do? Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you. No. Well, first I'll say it was just like the act of like you would one hundred percent never ever have expected WWE to pull that shit. Mm. So like, as soon as that thing happened, my ears perked up, and I'm like, "What?" I thought it was just poor, but it, I guess it was they did. very much so. They did send the crowd home happy, though. They um, all got hand jobs on the way out. Really? Did they? Really? No, yeah. they didn't get hand jobs on the so way out. It was on the way in, or it, it was yeah. Um, <laughs> Ziggler, no, Ziggler hit a super kick on Michael Cole in the ring, and that was it. So it, they did get to see Michael Cole get nailed with that. Oh, it wasn't hand jobs. It was no, no, no got, hand jobs were involved with. I, I, I got involved. confused. I thought hand jobs. I thought I thought I heard that instead. It was super kick to Michael Cole. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, well, I, I must have I must have confused middle of the ring with hand jobs. Yeah, I mean, it does happen very often. So it's not just you that may have misheard that. I mean, I have heard other people having that problem. Yeah, because I always hear people talking on the street about middles of the ring, and I. I don't know if they're talking about the middle of the ring or or the old Hand jobs. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. It's definitely. It's a topic to discuss. It's like, do you say diabetes or diabetes? What? Um, every no. No. It's a topic diabetes. of discussion. It's a topic of discussion. But it's like so because when sometimes in wrestling they say mano y mano. I don't know if that's code for a hand drop. Yeah, because it could be hand to hand or man to man or. I, it, it's, it depends on who you are and who you're saying it to, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, but it could get very confusing in the ring hand jobs. So yeah. In ring hand jobs only on pay-per-view. No, of course. I mean, you wouldn't give that shit away for free. Although they did do that almost once with Edge and Lita. So that's very true. There was no true. hand job though. No. How no. many times? It's we're like NYPD Blue. How many times we say hand job? <laughs> now no. to remind you as to what we did not do was the Survivor Series team. All right, let's talk about. It. All right, so we're gonna pick right now. It, David came to me with this idea. He goes, "Hey, let's do this because I'm Dave and I own you." Okay. Yeah, that's pretty accurate of how it went. And then you said, "Then you said what?" Then I said that we would pick out our Survivor Series team and go as if uh, it was me versus him, my team versus his team. And so that was it. Yeah. It was going to be uh, four on four or five on five? Five on five. All right. So we could go every other wrestler of who's on our team if you want. Does I that guess. work? Yeah, you could. Well, also, right. we could start with the team captain. All right. Are you on your team? No. Oh. I'm a manager. Oh, well, this is awkward. <laughs> are you serious? You can believe told me that you were not going to be on your team. No, I never said that I wasn't going to be on my team. I said, I, I what did I say? You me? said that you weren't going to be that you weren't going to be on your team. Regardless, is that one or two or what? That's two. I, I'm I'm I'll, I'd be the manager of my team. Okay. Which I had well, my be idea the... of being the manager of my team before you had that manager uh, managerial idea. 
All right, so what's your team name? Of course, it would be Team Brandon. Okay. My... <laughs> you probably thought of some and fancy it... name. And who is your captain? Dolph Ziggler. All right, my my team name is The Perfect Plan. Who is who is my team, team captain? captain? Mr. Perfect. Okay. Um, all right, so my captain, Mr. Perfect, yours, Dolph Ziggler. We got a good match so far. Yeah. You don't right. have Ziggler on your team at all, right? Nope. That's the thing. I don't, I, guess, have, I don't have Mr. Perfect on my team at all. All right. If we have any duplicates, we'll just go really quickly, top of our head, a fill-in. All right. So who's next on your team? Well, who's next on your team? Uh, my, I went first last time. Next on my team is Kurt Angle, the old school cocky, you suck chanting Kurt Angle. <sighs> Up next <laughs> on my team was Kurt Angle. Oh, change it. Change no, I'm it. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh. It's Tyson Kidd. Okay. And All right. So right now, Mr. Perfect Kurt Angle versus Ziggler and Tyson Kidd. Next up on you, Justin Gabriel. Okay. Duh. Next, next up on me is HBK. Son of a bitch. HBK. You're I'm putting draft- together a pretty good team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drafting HBK. <laughs> Shit, man. Next up on my drafting is. Because I need a little bit of muscle with the team. Oh, Bruiser God. Brody. Muscle, come on. I'm going with Bruiser Brody. Because honestly, Dude, come on. My if you team ha- is totally Who is he going to put over? You have dead people on your team. I nev- we, We're allowed to. How could you have a dead person? This is 2015. Which we're getting closer to Walking Dead and Z-Day. So not why not? Be. Up next on my team, I got Kurt Hawkins. Okay, and who is your last person? To round it out, how could I not have Zack Ryder? Okay, last on my team, I have The Rock. But like old Rock. My team is definitely winning. You don't get to pick errors. I picked like The Rock when he was You don't pick errors. You can't pick errors. Yeah, you do because it's different characters. They're different characters. Different characters, different gimmicks, Brandon. Yeah, so which Zack Ryder am I picking? I'm picking current Zack. Well, not current Zack Ryder. He's injured. Yeah, don't pick current. I'm going to pick... Then can I pick Brian Myers or what? Yeah, who are you picking? I'm picking Brian Myers then. Okay, fine. And I'm picking Zack Ryder where he had the the short hair with the long tights. All right. Where he was more serious but but not. All Dolph right, so Ziggler could be current Dolph Ziggler, current Justin Gabriel, current Tyson Kidd. I wonder who the fans would. I also put down as alongside me with the manager would be uh, Bobby Heenan. Why? Cause, yeah, because he would be managing Mr. Perfect. So he'd be alongside me as the manager. So, so then Natalia would be out there with my team? Yeah, I guess we could do that. All right, so it's the perfect plan. Mr. Perfect, Kurt Angle, HBK, The Rock, Bruiser Brody with Bobby the Brain Heenan and myself versus – what was your team? Team Ziggler? Team Brandon. <laughs> versus Team Brandon with Justin with Gabriel, Tyson Kidd, Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Captain. Ziggler uh, Hawkins Kurt Hawkins and Ryder with you Myers as the manager. And yeah, and I guess Natalia would be out there as well. So I, I think it's safe to call the winner is Team Brandon, right? Why? Well, actually, no. I do have Bruiser Brody, and to think uh, for a second that Bruiser Brody would ever lose to someone. Bruiser Brody would be the spot where Dolph Ziggler just, boom, holy shit, Dolph Ziggler just eliminated Bruiser Brody. Yeah, but that has to be towards the end of the match. The, Who match- would be the first elimination? The, my first elimination? Over, overall, who would, who do you think in the match would be for eliminated first? Probably, I hate to say it. I think probably, someone on your team. Probably Justin Gabriel. Yeah. Gabriel or... Or Kid. 
or yeah. Hawkins actually, or either Hawkins. Gabriel or Hawkins. Yeah, but it'll it'll come down to Ryder and Ziggler riding so, high and and beating finally ending up beating the Rock, all because of that WW.com article that didn't include Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, so I I beat, I beat you. Sounds good to me. Team Brandon beat the colossal connection, whatever you said it was. Uh, it's the perfect. <laughs> it's the, the perfect plan. plan. What is it? Correct. The perfect plan. The perfect storm. What was it? The perfect plan. You boy can't. It's the perfect plan. Yeah. All right. So that was fun. That was good times. I I had such. What I wanted to do was choose a bunch of like, like. Yeah, what did wrestlers. you? What was your first team name and your first group of wrestlers that you? You'll had? laugh. Because uh, at first, my first pick was, all right, For well, I did it first where I had Kurt Angle, Bruiser Brody, Daniel Bryan, Mr. Perfect, but then I crossed it out. And you're, and then you changed the name. You had a name. It was the New Nation too. No, no, no. I didn't even choose the name for that one. But then I also had Mr. Perfect, Rick Rude, Kurt Angle, The Rock, and Balls Mahoney. And because everybody <laughs> on that team – What? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Because everybody on that team is arrogant and very cocky. What? I was going to name the team oh. Cocky Balls. Yeah. So well. I thought that was funny. But I went with the perfect plan. Yeah, about that. Did you have anybody that you canceled out? No. Even though you were like, oh, your whole team is going to be Mick Foley, the Hardy Boys. Yeah, and I was correct. No, you weren't. Mick Foley <laughs> doesn't appear on this team, nor do the Hardy Boys. <laughs> Um, let's talk about WWE NXT briefly. Sure, go ahead. Um, Marcus Louis lost to Tyler Breeze this week. Uh, Louis kind of having that twisted gimmick now. Kind of different of him. But it's interesting. We'll see where this goes. Finn Balor defeated Tyson Kidd in what was a good match, but it was a DQ because the Ascension got involved. Um, I would definitely like to see Kidd versus Balor more often. Um, you had the debut um, video featuring Kevin Owens and his Fight Owens t-shirt and everything like that. Which was an interesting video. Yeah, Hobie I wonder, deb- who, I wonder who was uh, in the video with him. Yeah, he'll be debuting on uh, NXT TakeOver. Um, what is it? Our Evolution? Yeah, Our Evolution as, Our as Evolution. I would say. Yes, yeah. Um, but they also announced a few of the matches taking place that night. You're going to be having that matchup between Sami Zayn versus Neville for the title. Where if Sami Zayn loses, he swears that he'll never be back on it. He'll never show his face on NXT again. Which means generic. I think. Okay. Right? Um, That's what, that would be like the hottest thing for them to do. But Yeah, which means Generico. Or he can never show his face again and everything and just have Generico debut. Yeah. On the main roster. Yeah. Um, you have Charlotte defending her championship championship against Sasha Banks. You got I, – I think Banks is going to win this one, especially with the rumors of Charlotte going up to the main roster soon. And Sasha Banks definitely deserves it. Yeah, very much so. Um, you have Gotchen English versus Kalisto and Sin Cara. Uh, Kalisto and Sin Cara, I think, are going to retain. I I hope. Yeah, and then you have uh, Baylor and Atomy def- uh, versus the Ascension, which I mean, obviously, yeah. How could you not have what's their name, Atomy and Baylor win? Yeah, agreed. 
Um, and it's, um, it's crazy that the Ascension is in this situation, I guess. I mean, it's not like it's a bad thing losing to these two known international superstars, but just overall, the WWE ruined these guys. Right. Um, all right, so let's take a musical interlude Why this week. Why do you keep saying a musical interlude? Brandon, don't you have a new wrestle rap to air? No. Oh. We're just going to play probably that Kevin Steen bomber that we always play. All right, fine. Kevin Steen, take and it we'll, away. We'll be right back here on Kevin Owens. Marking out. This is Kevin Steen, Steen, Steen. And you're listening to... Welcome back from Cincinnati. Carla, you're on the air. Marking out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, episode 199. What's your deal? Let's kick it off with some independent news. How about that? Yeah, how about it? Um, where do we want to start? We have some... Well, let's up- start with something that happens on 1129. 1129. Oh, Beyond Wrestling. Yeah. All right. right? Is that, that's the closest to us, right? Yeah. 1129 and 1130. Beyond Wrestling will be putting on events both nights um, at Feet Music in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, on the 29th, you're going to be seeing Young Bucks, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, taking on Fighting Taylor Boys, Chuck Taylor and Brian Cage, and Trevor Lee versus Juicy Product and Doom Patrol and Dan Barry, Doom Patrol being Chris Dickinson and Jaka. You're also going to be seeing Colin Delaney taking on John Silver. And then on the 30th, you'll be seeing Gentlemen's Club, Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy versus Team Tremendous, Dan Barry and Bill Carr. Yeah, you also got that bull rope match between Stockade and Matt Tremont taking place. <laughs> then on both nights, before the actual shows, they're going to be having, I guess, their pre-shows over at RWA Chop Shop. Um, they're going to have some tournament, tag team tournament action. Um, some of these matches, one involves the Bateri, Bateri taking on Milk Chocolate. Yeah, you got the Colony taking on Flawless and Lawless. And Biff Busick and Drew, uh, Drew Gulak taking on Brutal Burgers. Burgers, jeez. Um, so it should be good. Check out Beyond Wrestling for sure. Uh, you can find them on Facebook and on their website, Look Ma No Hands. No, in, in, no, no. Isn't it Fans? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, not no fans. Sorry. He always does this. I know. Uh, in addition to this, on December 5th, we have some events coming up. Yeah, Five Bar Wrestling taking place at the Ludus Wrestling Training Center in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, we got Sanjay Dutt taking on Amazing Red. You got your champion, Tony Nice taking on Papadon. And we got Haku taking on Joe Etel. Yes, that Haku from WCW. That Haku. Mang, the the legend himself, will Everybody be in action. Everybody knows who Haku is. This is. The father of Camacho, the father of Tamatanga, right? Yep. Yeah. You also have 2CW in Binghamton, New York, where you're going to be seeing the 2CW heavyweight champion, Captain Nick Ando, taking on hybrid Sean Carr. Yeah, you got Havoc taking on Veda Scott. The Young Bucks taking on Rich Swan and A.R. Fox. Then you have a scramble for the number one contender to the 2CW Heavyweight Championship on the line. It's one fall to a finish. Winner gets the title. 
I don't know. <laughs> Gets a title shot in uh, <laughs> Elmira, New York. Okay. On, on 12 27. Uh, yep. Yeah, you got the juggernaut Jason Axe versus Colin Delaney versus Cheech versus Dalton Castle versus Kevin the Man Graham versus Jay Freddy. And that, so you could go check them out, 2CW.com, uh, 2CWrestling.com. I think if you type in both, it brings you to the website. But definitely awesome to check out. You also have Lucky Pro Wrestling taking place on the 5th as well in Clinton, Massachusetts. The champion, LPW champion, Anthony Stone taking on Jason Blade. Yeah, you got Hanson versus Cam Zagami with Davian. I should have just stopped there because <laughs> that's definitely not how her name is <laughs> or his name. And he had the ladies title on the line as the champion, Nikki Valentine, takes yeah. on Vanity Vixen. So you got a few uh, independent shows that you could attend and check out. Um, next week, we will be talking about NYWC, the fallout from NYWC Draw the Line. We'll also be covering the Sanctuary. Yes, and a ton more. Um, let's get on some outside the ring news. Yes. Where let's. do you want to start with CM Punk or AJ Styles? Let's start with AJ Styles. Okay, well, AJ Styles, Has broken another neck. Yes, he's broken another neck. Uh, this time it was Yoshitatsu. Um, Yoshitatsu had his neck broken at the hands of the Styles Clash, of course. Now you, now you were very, very on the side of AJ didn't mess up the last time when he broke Roderick Strong's neck. Yes. Now. And I still think that it's not entirely AJ Styles' fault. I mean, I do. I think it's both wrestlers' fault. I even said that the last time that it's both wrestlers' fault. Right, but more I mean, so. If you think about it, it's still a very tough move to um, perform, especially. I mean, we've never trained as pro wrestlers, but one thing that we do know is that they're trained to always tuck your neck. So when you're taking in the, during the Styles Clash, just the one time, you should never tuck your neck because this is what happens. Right. Um, this year alone, you had Roderick Strong. Uh, you had Lionheart from the UK, and now Yoshitatsu with broken necks because of the Styles Clash. Um, I'm going to take the time right now, if you don't mind, if I could just read this status that Lionheart posted. Um, it's on it's on his Facebook page where it's pretty much him pleading um, to AJ Styles to just stop using the Styles Clash, um, but not really pointing blame. All right, so this is what he says. I'll make the assumption. Let me just. Make this a little bit larger so I can actually see. Um, I'll make the assumption he sees this somehow. So read. Uh, so please read and share. I'd like to openly address him for uh, talking about H.A. Styles. Firstly, I hope things are well for you and your family. I wanted to write you because I feel it's important. Uh, it's important someone speak up in the more formal and diplomatic manner as opposed to simply throwing abuse via anonymous social media ramblings. Here's the truth. The move is not directly dangerous. It's a simple move in principle. Arms and legs lock. You fall forward. Guy looks up and back. Easy. The styles clash on paper. It's fairly safe and basic, basic process. That said, what is dangerous is the instinctual reaction of your opponent. The wrestlers taking the move who, like any wrestler taking a move, their safety and welfare is their priority. Without any injuries, uh, without any injuries, 
it could be argued that the mecha uh, mechanics of the move are unnatural. An injury could easily happen due to the physical re uh, restriction and instinctual habits of the recipient. The numbers now are, su are surely too great to even call it an argument. I'm more than happy to, uh, to e be educated on my statistics, but there can be no move in wrestling history that carries more documented serious and potential career-threatening injuries than this. This is what makes the move dangerous, whether indirectly or not. Thus far, more specifically the last 12 months, several performers, actual experienced athletes, have been injured with this. Two of them now with broken necks. The question I want to put to you, uh, honestly, is what does it take? What will it actually take for you to stop using the, uh, this move? At the very least on an independent level. With people not necessarily exposed to the experience of working with you and taking the move semi-regularly. How honestly will it feel uh, how honestly will you feel the day you receive the news that the man you just wrestled has a broken neck and will never work uh, will never walk again statistically that day is coming it is math it is a mathematical certainty I take this opportunity now to openly and publicly beg you please stop using the Styles Clash you are unquestionably one of the greatest in-ring performers of our time I truly believe that but the time is now to pull uh, to put all pride, ego, blame aside and acknowledge the irrelevant, uh, the irrelevant of fault, circumstance, or anything else. The move is a direct risk and danger to, to the safety and well-being of your fellow wrestler. All the best, A. Um, this is from the Facebook, the Facebook of Lionheart, who is a UK, wrestle, uh, UK wrestler, who, as you may mention, did suffer a broken neck at the hands of the Styles Clash. And he pretty much says he he says it as it is. It's basic instinct, and it's just kind of an awkward move to be taking. But do you think? I mean, how long has AJ been doing this move for it compared to how many people have been hurt? Um, I unsure. I mean, I think AJ's been doing it for a long time. So, but could even it possibly still, be that just AJ's getting old, or is AJ getting reckless? It could be one of – I mean, sometimes when you watch back and watch him do the, the Styles Clash, it does look like he's rushing it a little bit at times. Um, there, there are times where it does look like he may be a little bit reckless in rushing that move. Like before – probably before the Canadian Destroyer, one of the most over moves in indie wrestling was the Styles Clash. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And he does make the point that Maybe on like in Impact Wrestling or someone where he's facing Samoa Joe that it's taken the move so many times that they they know to fight their instinct. Uh, when you're wrestling a wrestler for the first time, such as Yoshi Tatsu, um, who has who is an experienced wrestler, but they're going to go with their instinct of protecting themselves that they've been trained year after year to do match after match that they tuck their head. They're going to go with that. As opposed to complete up, even if you tell yourself many times you're not going to do this, your instinct may kick in that you're going to end up doing it in the heat of the moment and like the adrenaline adrenaline rush of the the, the match. Yeah, um, it is. I mean, even if you say AJ Styles isn't the fault, that it is the pro wrestler doing it, which I really don't think that there is fault involved in this. I think it is a two way street. Where one, the wrestler has to not duck their head and AJ Styles, maybe he has to not rush it. But if you have, like he said, in the past 12 months, you had three wrestlers 
experienced wrestlers uh, suffering an injury. Do you think it's time to actually retire that move? I mean, just even if it's just on the independent level, just be very just to be cautious with it. Uh, I mean, not even just independent altogether. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't. It's 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 difficult because yeah, out of how many times out of how many times does he hit the move perfectly? Yeah, I mean, but then there's also times where before I I tried to find the statistic, but I couldn't. But there have been wrestlers that he has injured with this move before this year. I think I saw Devin Storm's name name on there and Stevie uh, Stevie Richards. I saw on there Stevie Richards and a few others. Um, but overall, I I think I agree with this. He shouldn't. He doesn't need the move. Yeah, it may be his like mainstay finisher, but. It's not necessary. He could come up with something. He is a clever, great athlete, and I think he can come up with something different. Um, maybe he's just at that stage in his life where he's old enough where he's just like, why am I – why do I need – I'm not a new wrestler. Why am I dancing for peanuts? Yeah. Why Why am I going to entertain these people that are not me? So, I don't know. I. What do you think? It's, no, What's your it's just one, on it's one of those things that it's just. I mean, I, I just what you got to dance around it. I don't know. Nah, I just hope that if he does continue to use it, that nobody else gets injured. Right. Um, it's very unfortunate. So let's move on to the uh, more outside the ring news. CM Punk was on the Art of Wrestling uh, for the first time since his leaving of WWE and his release. So he spoke out about Triple H, uh, the medical doctors at WWE, Vince McMahon, Ryback, and a ton more. Uh, do we want to talk a little bit more about like his aim? This is all you. He said this, this. The whole full interview was on Cabana's podcast. Yeah. So he he spoke about how he got cleared to wrestle even though he had a concussion. How Ryback is uh, abusive on steroids and how he's very reckless and injured him on numerous occasions. And he doesn't know if it was intentional or not. He spoke about the doctor as being, uh, being not – Stupid be- basically. Yeah, being stupid, being subpar of being a doctor. I guess he went to an AJ's doctor and the doctor told him that he should be dead right now. Yeah, he has MRSA. Um uh, yeah, he, that he has MRSA, which, which is, is very, that's a pretty big thing to miss, though, right? Yeah, if that's true, I think that's reckless because that could be transferred to any of the wrestlers, and that could be MRSA could stay on that wrestling mat, and anybody else that steps onto that mat, right, could could be at risk. Um, so I mean, there's so many, so much that he did talk about. He spoke about how he, I guess, his dislike towards Triple H. His dislike towards Vince McMahon in um, the regards to how he wanted to have advertisers, but they said no. But then they'll have Brock Lesnar coming with advertisers. Um, which which le- I think is bullshit. I, I agree, but I also do see that they are two different people. I mean, Brock Lesnar had more draw than – I mean, back then. I don't think had, so. I, I don't – well, when Brock Lesnar first made his return and everything, I think that it was more of a draw. However, I do think CM Punk had the biggest – that was, oh my god, CM Punk, where is he? What's his deal with the WWE? Yeah, we haven't seen him in this long. He's gone. That's bullshit. We, yeah, then he comes still back. Chant. Nobody chants, we want Lesnar. 
Nobody yeah. gives a shit about the current champion. People cared, literally cared. Yeah. About. Well, CM I'm not Punk. saying like I mean maybe they should have went with the advertising on CM Punk to help him uh, raise some extra money. But overall, I I don't know what to take about this. I'm kind of I'm sick and tired of it. I mean, CM Punk comes off sounding like a bitch at some points. Of course, and d- he has to curse so much. I never thought I would hear someone say the f word more than our podcast. Online listening experience, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but overall, it's still you may be thinking, oh wow, Ryback did this and this and this, and Triple H got called out for being ster- being uh, on steroids and this and this. But you're also still hearing, yeah, we we, did, we barely hear what's going on with the WWE side. We're only hearing this other side with the CM Punk now. So it's still one side, and there's always two sides of the story. And regardless of which side you're hearing, it's going to be tainted to not make them look to be out uh, to be as bad as they may have been. Right. So I mean, but that's with every story. Every storyteller is going to try to cover something up. They're not. It's very rare that you actually get a story that's the fact and how it is. Um, I'm tired of all of this. I don't want to hear it about it. I want to move on, kind of. If he comes back, he comes back. If he doesn't come back, he doesn't come back. He's happy right now. Okay, so you're happy. Congratulations. I don't want to, I don't care to hear about the inside business of the WWE, the dirty business of WWE, the steroids and everything. I don't need to be exposed to any of that. I don't care. I really don't. We know that WWE is a dark business. Pro wrestling is a dark business. It's nothing new. I mean, it's been dark since the day that it started, where you had so much shadiness and inside business going on. Yeah. So it really isn't anything new. The only new stuff is that it's actually someone speaking up about it more, uh, being more vocal in someone that's kind of, um, I guess he may be one of the larger uh, wrestlers to be speaking up about the, against WWE. Probably the biggest. I mean, I mean, you've had Raven Canyon. Uh, many other wrestlers speak Again, up. Again, probably yeah. the biggest. Yeah, no, but I'm saying overall, but see, nobody on the level of CM Punk, but it shouldn't really be a surprise to anybody. What, you didn't think Ryback used roids? I mean, not saying that he does. I don't, I mean. But you never, you don't think that pro wrestlers don't use steroids? You don't think that here and there, there may be a way around the steroid testing? Um, I mean, to call out the doctors and everything and their entire – I think that that is very dangerous. I think what he did was very dangerous, not to his life or anything, but dangerous to WWE. Who? Dangerous uh, CM Punk. For what though? Well, I think it's dangerous. I think he is dangerous to WWE for the fact that they are – they have the board and they're a stock – what is it? It's, uh, they're on the stock market and everything. Oh. I feel like this – him speaking up is really going to – affect that stock market and WWE's business. Um, I mean, what else is there to say about it? Yeah. Pretty much, once again, it's one, it's one side of the story. and we're, I don't think anybody has any right to take any side in any of this because we don't know what's going on. We don't know that we may hear the inside business. We may read the inside business. But is that really the inside business? Is that how it was? Is that what happened? We don't know. We, we will never know. Right. 
And the and only way that we will know is when we get our jobs with WWE. <laughs> and even exactly. then we won't know because people still think the screw job is real. Exactly. And it's not. It's kind of, and, and even by then, it's kind of like that game telephone where you tell one person and one person tells the other and the story – like you have minor tweaks of the story. And then right. by the time we hear it or we read it on the uh, online, it's really not as it is. Right. So – but as a, as a pro wrestling fan, I don't think anybody should be taking sides. I mean, go ahead. Be a complete mark and tweet to the doctors of the WWE. Tweet to Vince McMahon, Triple H, Ryback. Tweet out your hatred and support for CM Punk. You only know one side of the story. Hatred? Yeah, hatred. Like, I, I've been reading that people have been tweeting to the doctors, uh, condoning them and everything. But you really don't know. And I really don't think it's right to take a side. Yeah. It's completely, if you do take a side, I mean, I feel like it's super marky. I mean, but that's how it is. Yeah. That's the business. Yeah. Um, I mean, as a pro wrestling fan, I hope that this speaking up doesn't put a damper to WWE. And to be honest, I kind of hope WWE takes a stand against CM Punk. The thing is, they haven't acknowledged him. In the, the the most that they did that they, they defended their doctors after this interview, but never made reference as to why I don't think or to CM Punk. I think the best way to deal with CM Punk for WWE is to ignore it. Don't acknowledge any of his claims. Just ignore it. Yeah, people may be pissed off that they're not. Why aren't they defending this and everything? They don't have to defend it. They may not have anything to. They may be in the complete, for all you know, WWE may be completely right. Yes, they sent him his release forms the day of the wedding. I'm sure it wasn't planned that he would, right? Was it by mail or? I'm not sure. I mean, if, if it's by mail or something like that, I'm sure they didn't plan on it being on his wedding day. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, WWE, I'm sure, FedEx I mean, is it overnight. Yeah, and overall, over, even so, fuck you. You're done with the company. Yeah, you left. Who, who cares? Yeah, you, you walked out on them. Yeah, who and, gives a shit? I mean, to com to complain about how you were fired and the royalties and everything. Well, maybe you should have thought about that before you walked out on your contract. Yeah, maybe before you walked out on your contract and forgot about your income. Maybe you should have dealt with the royalties. Maybe you should have thought. Well, this isn't the best way to go about business. And I hope that they really don't allow him back in the WWE. I hope he's blacklisted for a long time. Because if, if he is not, it really sets a bad, uh, what is it, predecent? Is that the word? I don't know. A uh, predecent for the future for other pro wrestlers that may be up high and not be happy with their uh, positioning. And it, it's okay to walk out. Because WWE won't if you look at it, If you look in. at it, Many big names have done that in the past, so from what yeah, we've read. I mean, at some points, they do get brought back in. Ultimate Warrior did it. But look at the, how long it took. Right. Ultimate Warrior, Savage. I mean, we're still waiting on that Savage induction, but it, I, I still think that they need to take a stand because you cannot have other wrestlers. It sounds so dark and like um, – Corporate, you know what I mean? Like it sounds so corporate to say that they cannot allow this to take place and everything like that, but they really can't. 
yeah. for the fact that they can't have wrestlers standing up to them. Listen, the pro wrestling industry would make a very good HBO like dark drama, dark drama series. They they actually tried that before uh, a few years ago with Bret Hart. I don't know. I forgot what station was. Wasn't there? There was a TV show with Bret Hart, Rowdy Piper, and wow. a few others. I, I forgot. I forgot what it was based around, but it was kind of like that. But it is a dark business, and from the outside perspective, we know shit about it. I mean, you, but you, even you, from the inside perspective, we've fucking seen so much shit. Yeah, we. I mean, we've we're barely inside, and we've seen so much dirty shit go on. And I, I know I would never want to be a part of the industry. It's a bunch of backstabbers, liars, and conniving people. So. Just saying, and, and that's why there were no mini muffins on top of the Christmas tree last year. Exactly. <laughs> so just when when you do listen to this interview, just try not to be so. Yeah. Um, try not to be so pro CM Punk. Yeah. Try and don't remember take, WWS feelings too. <laughs> don't take sides so quickly. So yeah, that's all that. Shameless, um, shameless plugs. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Plugs. Uh, Dave had to step out real quick, so little Tiffany Cavanaugh will be taking over. Oh my god, I'm on the show? Oh, jeez. Yeah. First shameless plug, thank you to everybody that listened and promoted to us. Um, wow, how, this is so nerve-wracking. Um, you you do have a giant, like, oversized lollipop in your hand, though, right? Yeah, that's if you want to say that. Um, <laughs> go follow... <laughs> Show Realm 
Also, go follow Jobber Nation. Make sure you go listen to them. Go follow one of their friends from the north at Montreal Broski. Go follow at Disgruntled Dork. Thank you for that comment before. It was very, very good. And thank you to Eric at Eric96 underscore Eric. Um, he actually did something really cool. He took a picture of you guys on the on the um on, on the WWE app, and it was it was good. It was good. Um, yeah. Ow! All right, I'm back now. I had to knock that. What was the name again? <laughs> I had to knock that person out. I had to knock that little bitch out. Yeah. <laughs> had to had to beat the shit out of that one. You, so. you just admitted to beating up a, a little child. Yeah, she had it coming though. I mean, come and, on. And what, that, and what if if there wasn't that voice? If there that wasn't, voice was so annoying sh- to listen sh- to. If there wasn't an oversized lollipop in her hand, you can say that. What was it? Brandon, I don't know want to really comment on that one, but I, I I don't know where you're standing, but I heard that you two are in the same room together as well. Definitely so. not in the same room as her. Also, go check out. Ladies and gentlemen, little little Tiffany Cavanaugh. Yes. Thank okay, you. Thank you. There. Thank you. Um yeah, so go check out Carve Your Niche. They'll be performing on December 13th in Bethpage, New York at Mr. Beery's on Hempstead Turnpike. It is a ten, 21, uh, you got to be 21 years old or older to enter. It is a free show. You're going to be seeing Carve Your Niche, Kit Carson, and a ton more. Um, they're going to have raffle tickets, prizes, alcohol. Go check it out. Um, so, Facebook.com slash Carve Your Niche. So little Tiffany Cavanaugh can't go to the show. No, little Tiffany Cavanaugh cannot go. To, does she have a fake? A f- <laughs> I mean, she's, she may have a fake ID. She's four years old. She's going to have a fake ID? Hey, you never know. You never know. They don't make them that small, do they? I don't know. Maybe. I'm not too sure. Um, also, go check out uh, an awesome Facebook group and a Twitter account as well. WWE Fan Nation. Um, you can go like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash WWE Fan Nation. And go follow them on Twitter at WWE Fan Nation, but the O is a zero. Um, they have an awesome group on Facebook, just like Team Awesome 418. They have an awesome group as well. But it's another community of pro wrestling fans that you guys can communicate with. They update you on every single thing that's happening with uh, pro wrestling. And it's always fun because you can comment at any time of uh, time of night, time of day, and you'll be able to interact with other pro wrestling fans, which is always nice. So definitely go check them out, WWE Fan Nation. Um, and that's all I got. So Brandon, you got any shout-outs? My name is Dave, and you should listen to Brandon's shout-outs. Make me famous. The first shout-out goes to Billy Joel. Because he has now, or he now has his 65th show on sale for Madison Square Garden, which is the most for any artist and will beat Elton John's record at 64. Congratulations. Um, we look forward to having you on the next, on the 200th episode to speak about this. Yeah, right. And he's also broken his own record of uh, most sold out shows in a row, consecutive sold out shows. So. Major congratulations there. For sure. Uh, 
Up next is a documentary called I Am Santa Claus. Wrestling fans probably most know this or would most want to watch this because Mick Foley is involved. Uh, it's a very enjoyable documentary, and I highly recommend everybody to watch it. And it's on Netflix, so anyone with Netflix, feel free. It's a, it's Go watch it. It follows around different Santa Clauses uh, throughout the year. That's and, very interesting. And Mick Foley is one of those Santa Clauses. Very interesting and creepy at the same time. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> if you watch it, you'd feel that it's even more so. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the last shout-out goes to green bean casseroles. And, I mean, green bean casseroles made with real green beans and not that canned stuff. So, shout-out. Those are always really good. Normally, I, I always I always have like the canned green beans, but this year someone made it with uh, the real green beans, and that's I've always I always always wanted fresh green beans for that. And Is it a disappointment to you? No, it was fantastic. because oh. the canned green beans, yeah, I like canned green beans, but it's just it doesn't taste like a green bean. Yeah, I can I can see what you're saying with that. I can definitely see that. Yeah, so. Right now fresh, I'm checking fresh out. Fresh is always the best. Yeah. Right now I'm checking out www.com. They got like an eighty percent off sale. Yeah, there's nothing. It's not eighty percent off. It's up to eighty percent. Oh, off. up to eighty percent off, which means like eighty percent off will be like the championship belts or something. Actually, no, that's still not enough. I don't know. What would be eighty percent off? Do you mean like enough for you to buy it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they would do 80% off with. So, yes, that is our podcast. Online listening experience. For the week. It's like uh, it's such bullshit. Like the El Torito mask is still up there for forty nine ninety nine. Uh huh. It says special offer, yet there's nothing under it to make well, it a you special could, offer. Well, you have... 20% off. That's normal. Um, Who gives gotcha. a shit about that? And then yeah. you get free shipping because it's over $15. But, mm-hmm. again, I'll wait for Cyber Monday to... Yeah, Cyber Monday. Do they usually do something good? They do normally have stuff. I've bought stuff from them in the past. I think that's where last year I, I had purchased the Kane mask, I think, and Rey Mysterio mask. I kind of think I remember this. Yeah, but now it's time for... Our... right our mark out moment of the week this week's mark out moment of the week dave you can go first why is it funny to you i was so close okay i was so mark close. out moment i spit all over the computer okay relax i don't need to know that you were so close and then did that <laughs> okay so we good yeah we're good we're going this is all right mark, mark out, out moment week. of the week i got i marked out for sting I'm just kidding. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's fake. I marked out for uh, for Sting, and I and I also marked for this blooper episode because I've been looking forward to this blooper episode. Okay, people don't know what blooper episode you did because I cut the first part. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, because it oh, wasn't. It all right. So, so to explain, we had to take a break so we could watch the JBL Not Cole show. 
the new episode is a no, blooper. No. We episode. didn't have to take a break. We David, had to. David just saw that it could have been his markout moment of the week. And then and we, I had to we I had it. to go watch it. Yeah, seven minutes later, we're back doing this. And, well, actually, and, probably more like 13 minutes later because there's so much laughter. Just like the JBL and Cole show, or JBL and not Cole show, which you can find on WWE's YouTube page. And no, to answer my question from uh, the other week when I asked you it, I don't think it was on the show, but no, we're actually, it might have been on the show. We're not on the network. No. Z, Z True Long Island Story, as seen on YouTube, is not on the network. Very interesting. Very interesting as well as Renee Young fo- is at 516 followers, uh, following. Oh, might as well have to hit her up and give her my, the rest of those digits. Yeah, might as well finish her. So, <laughs> so you got any uh, what? Markout, you butt? What does that mean? Might as well I don't know. finish her. I have no idea. We've been recording for so long right now. Don't say um, so long. It hasn't been so long. It's only been yeah. five hours. Brandon, what are you... What, what are, are you, you uh, thankful for, damn it? What, what's marking over there? I don't know. I really don't know. I can't think of anything that comes to mind because that's what happens when you can't think of anything. Oh, uh, you didn't mark at all? I don't know. I always have to like think about times that you called me during the week so this way I could think of like if you actually legit did mark for anything. It's like I think I marked out more for more more on your behalf first thing than I did for my behalf. It was just so awesome to finally see Sting in the right. I mean, this has been pretty much like a, I mean, since, a dream since, since a kid. 2001 when WCW closed. Everyone's like, "Who's who's coming from WCW? Who's coming from WCW?" Big Bill. You did. You did mark out for Sting. I didn't. I'm you, telling you, dude. You called me right after. Then you texted me, being like, or you messaged me on Facebook, wondering where I went and if I was. Yeah, busy. because it was such a huge thing that <laughs> you were just not there for. Yeah. But I really, I could care less, couldn't care less if Sting was in WWE or not. So you really didn't mark out at all this week? Nah, not didn't you that. mark out in your video game because someone uh, sided with someone? Was that? No. Oh, you I told you did. did. I you, don't know. What are you reading, tweets or what? Me? Yeah. No. Why, should I? No, I think Sorry, I tweeted out. I don't know when I tweeted it, though, but... Kane aligned himself with Triple H and Orton. And you marked out over it. I didn't mark out over it. You marked out over it. No. All right, Brandon didn't mark out. I marked out, though. Yeah. I marked out. I'll mark week. out for the fact that 200 is next week. Yeah. I marked out for that statue of Stone Cold. That looks really I don't know. cool. The face looks like shit. The body's that, good. Okay. But... Yeah, I was just looking. The face is something about the face. but The, the... face The face reminds me of him on Celebrity Deathmatch. I could I could definitely see that. Yeah. Could I unretweet this and retweet it myself so if we win I win it and not you? No, sorry. You could retweet it from your own account. Psh, can't happen. Oh, no. go follow me. Go follow yeah, me. Yeah, at BTTG161. Thank you very much. Dave the Rave underscore M. Dave the Rave underscore M. BTTG161. Excuse me? Chris Dog. If you um, want they- to have your voice played on next week's show, the episode of 200, marking out 200, the biggest episode that'll ever happen in for, since for like episode 100. Episodes. Well, we've had a lot of good episodes. Next we- week there is no show; it's just a clip show. 
Yeah, it's <laughs> just, just a kidding. recap of no, like. It, it'll just bloopers. be a regular show, just with with our fans' voices included. There's not. We should be have any, a blooper show. There's no pro wrestlers. All the bloopers are cut. Yeah, which is I don't understand why you cut all of them. So where am I putting bloopers? I don't know. We'll have a we'll have a special a special show for it. All but right. For now on, we're not going to cut bloopers. We will bring we're you a still blooper, cutting so. bloopers. Huh? Most of the time, the bloopers end up at the end of the episodes. Okay, so now on, we're going to have a blooper show at some point. We're definitely not. We're going to do it. Let's do it. Then you can start recording the show. All right, we are 100% in agreement on this. We are doing it. It will be fun. Markingout1 at gmail.com. That's M-A-R-K-I-N-O-U-T dot... Well, no. M-A-R-K-I-N-O-U-T, the number one at gmail.com. Follow me. Email us saying, hey, Brandon, Dave, Chris, congratulations on... 300 200 episodes uh brandon and dave congratulate on two episodes uh you guys suck screw you guys i'm going home uh i'm eating fake bacon uh, and you guys are cool here's your bumper shout out thing yeah but you you can follow anything you guys want to say it's fine no if you want to be like oh we're so and so we're we do this show marking out sucks do it up yeah do it up and see what happens. But thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your comments and questions. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go follow Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. Go follow Markin Out on Twitter at Markin Out. Go listen to us on iTunes and on Stitcher Radio. Subscribe, rate, and all that fun old crap. Go uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Out. Let us know about your those uh, that idea of the T-shirt if you would be interested. I thought that would get you again. And go follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash DaveTheRave underscore M-O. But I, I seriously, I, when I went, you were talking about the T-shirts. But seriously, let us know if you guys want, if you guys want new shirts. Yeah, because it is a, an idea and we'll talk more about that next week on the I don't know why episode. you keep saying that we're talking about it on next week's show. Why not? We can spill the beans. Next week's show isn't going to be what people want it to be. It's oh, not going to be, be what I want it to be at least. You guys are going to delete it after like half a listen. You'll be disappointed <laughs> it's, because it's, it's going to be pretty episode. much Brandon listening. It's, what? Not, it's not that other episode when we released it in a higher pitch that everyone thought was broken. No, yeah, we're never releasing I thought the that high was pitch the... episode funniest fucking thing i thought it was hilarious i listened to the whole episode i laughed throughout the whole thing at all the jokes and Dude, everything. we got so many tweets about how people's itunes were broke or messed up people just don't get it man nah. dave the rave underscore mo we wish you the, the btdg 161 best of luck, best of luck in, in your future, future endeavors yeah